the sun goes down, heroes eventually die. Horoscopes are a lie, and sometimes why? Nothing is for show, nothing is for certain, and nothing lasts forever, but until they close the curtain. Hello and welcome to episode 40, the big 4-0. I'm your host, Sutter Smith. With me today is Austin. And the man who just told me he banged a chick on Atlanta at, in Atlanta. Boy, I screwed that all up, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did. What is wrong with me today? Drew <laughs> so embarrassed right now because I'm telling Drew just banged a chick on an Aladdin blanket, you guys. You know, when, I, when I make up these intro jokes... There's no kidding about them. There's serious. People business. think I'm just being funny. No, and there's uh, there's stories behind Drew these. Drew has his way. There's stories behind these jokes. I haven't. <laughs> he did run over that much beaver. <laughs> I was a riverboat captain. He is a reckless riverboat captain. <laughs> I know you guys probably got like some innuendo out of that or something, but that's not the case. Jesus. Uh, welcome to Dolly for Here Clicks, where we're celebrating a 40th uh, week of. Of news, I guess what Holy we need. Crap. We need twelve tw- more for a yeah, year. Yeah, twelve more for a year. Um, today we're gonna be talking about the Green Lantern resource that just got spoiled, and as well as all the Green Lanterns that they spoiled as well. There was a whole lot of news once again, so it's gonna be talking about the Lantern resource, how it works, our thoughts on it, how much Austin loves it, how much Austin loves it, Hunter hates it, and then cover news, etc., etc. So let's start off with news, actually. So last week we found out what our con exclusives were going to be, and then we got dials for the two duos for each side, and this week they gave us the two that I'm most excited for, uh, Dupe for Marvel and Jonah Hex for DC. And I'm pretty happy with both of them. Are you guys happy with both of them? Yeah, they're nice. Um, I will say that Jonah Hex... Um, they did New 52 Jonah Hex, which I would have thought would be a bad idea, but I'm happy with it because they, that means he gets Gotham City keyword, and that means I can fit him on my usual Gotham City. I like the City fact because it means he's got a carryable med- or a medic with him at all times. Yeah, I'm not like Amadeus. I see. I don't like the New 50. I don't like All Star Western. It started out okay. I, I, that's my only worse. introduction to Jonah Hex. So okay, well, I feel bad for you. You should read good old Jonah. You should raid my long box over there. One um, of these days. <clears throat> Uh, let's start with Dupe on the Marvel side. Dupe's pretty freaking sick. The only thing I don't like about him is he doesn't have X-Factor keyword. Other than that, this this dial is really cool. And um, he has potential, even meta-wise, to a tiny bit. Dupe has Power Cosmic and X-Men. Six range, two volt, 95 points. X-Force, X-Men, and X-Statics. Now, the reason I say he has meta potential is because of his trait. Once per game, give him a double power action... To remove a relic, a resource or relic assigned to an opposing character within six squares and assign it to another opposing character within six squares. It's pretty simple to see the applications of that. And what's awesome about it is he doesn't have to hit you. He doesn't have to do anything aside from just being able to see you and be within mm-hmm. six squares. So that's what makes it really good. Um, of course, on certain resources, it'll be better than others. On the utility belt or the infinity gauntlet, it's going to be humongous. I mean, I can take it off of your 250-point dark side and put it on your 50-point Scarlet Witch, and now you are pretty screwed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do still have a dark side and a Scarlet Witch, but you're much worse off than you were uh, beforehand. He also has a pretty good trait, or a pretty 
decent dial, honestly, other than that. Um, he has tiny size, and he can fly as well. Um, he has running shot and precision strike on his top two clicks with a 10 attack. And again, a 6 range. So, he's got 2 damage, 2 bolts, precision strike. So, he can running shot, hit 2 different people, make them each take uh, 1 damage, basically, that they can't ignore unless they have invincible. And then he's got the cool trait on top of that. He also has another trait where his values can't be modified by other characters. And when he's dealt damage from an attack, he ignores all of it and just takes one damage instead. And that can't be ignored, So even if he pulse-loaded it. So there's no way of getting around that. Um, and you can still heal him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't say anything about healing him. The way they balance it out is they only gave him four clicks of life. So I like him. I think he's cool. I, I like that they he does something unique. You know, yeah, and that uh, he's not a boring dial, and uh, we'll see if this makes people more interested in getting him. Jonah is pretty typical what I thought he would be. The only beef I have with Jonah is that he doesn't have sharpshooter, but other than that, I'm pretty dang happy with him. He's uh, he also has six range, two bolts, no team abilities, of course, a um, hundred points even, and he has Gotham City past soldier and warrior keywords. Which is pro- I'm not really sure why they gave him Warrior. I guess he does have some old Indian uh, backstory stuff. But he also has two traits. Traded Precision Strike, which mm. is freaking amazing. And uh, another trait, once per game, and this is what Austin was referring to. Once per game, you give him a free action to place an Amadeus Arkham token on the map in an adjacent square. The token becomes a bystander as described on the card. And the bystander... Has 10 attack and has support with zero damage. So he's just a medic. But to have that's a free action. So at any time, you can pop him out and heal Jonah back up. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. And then he has a special... Uh, uh, his first two clicks, he has a special movement power and a special attack power. The movement power is running shot sidestep. And the attack power is perplex and shape change. The perplex can only target opposing characters. So you have running shot, sidestep... Perplex and Precision Strike, all on the same character. That's pretty freaking awesome. Um, that's basically what he does the first two clicks, and then mid dial he loses the running shot, but keeps the he keeps the sidestep, and then late dial he has a uh, somewhat melee focused dial with reflexes and CC. So you're gonna want to keep him top dial, but with a freaking carry like instant pop out medic. That's pretty easy to do to stay top dial. I think he's pretty good for his points. For only 100 points. Um, let's see. News wise, other than that, one big one is freaking Bullseye. Oh, oh my gosh. Bullseye's in Deadpool. He's a rare. And he's nuts. He's, you might as well get used to seeing this dial because you're going to be seeing it a whole lot at your venue because this guy is freaking good he's just as good as the old bullseye um for slightly different reasons the old bullseye could ignore shape change ignore stealth Mm -hmm. um had great values and had great range this guy or or sorry ignored uh shape changes and ignored super senses sorry i said it wrong um this guy has improved targeting, ignores hindering characters, and can shoot while based. So he's now the second. Is there anybody else besides Cyclops who can do that? 
Mm. There's a special ability on one or two characters that can, but okay. when it comes to actual traded versions, yeah. yeah. So as far as far as we can think of, him and him and Cyclops are the only ones that can do this at this point. Um, question. Or that, wait, couldn't one of the other Deadpool spoilers do that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, evil Deadpool. Evil Deadpool can because he can shoot the one that shoots him. backwards. Yeah, but that's part of his ability. Yeah, that he doesn't have it twenty four seven. Um, I have a question. Doesn't that mean that he basically has sharpshooter built in? No. Um. But I mean, if he ignores, he can't shoot the person facing him. Okay, so he can shoot other people. Right. All right. Exactly. Um, but he ignores characters, so he could shoot through the person facing him at someone behind him. Correct. That's pretty freaking sweet. Um, he has a uh, eight range with triple bolts, and that's going to be important because of his late di- or mid dial energy explosion. Starts off with a twelve attack precision strike with those three bolts, and if that wasn't enough, he has prob on top of that. Yep. Um, running shot, seventeen defense plus reflexes. Second click is the exact same way, but he just loses one attack. Oh, well, I only have an 11 with Prob now. And then uh, three clicks of Energy Explosion, and then his last three clicks are RCE. This guy's nuts. He also has Thunderbolts, so you get... He has Assassin. Um, Assassin, Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, of course, being the key one, letting him... He already sees through, you know, usually... Yeah, yeah, usually on the old... um, Bullseye, you would take Thunderbolts, get Avengers Initiative, mm-hmm. see through stealth. Honestly, that, what what I would probably do with him is uh, run him on a full Thunderbolts team and then choose, like, Shield or something with it, just above him. I would think... i tell you who he's going to be good with and who I want to play him with is Assassins. Yep. And um, here's why. Batman um, Arkham Origins just gave us a bunch of Assassins. And what are a lot of them? They are... Calculators. Uh, calculators. Mm-hmm. So you can give him Sinister Syndicate, mm. let them copy Sinister Syndicate, and share his 12 attack value. Or 11, or, you know, he never is below a 10. I have a figure these days, or, well, not these days, but I have a figure that's never below a 10 attack is amazing. This guy's really good. Get used to seeing him. You're going to see him all the freaking time. He's nuts. Um, let's go with the other Deadpool spoiler. Or Actually, there's two Deadpool spoilers. Two more. Uh, Black Cat. Or no, there's three more. Because Cable, too. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Um, Black Cat. Now, this is a gravity feed Black Cat, so that means that there will likely be an, uh, another Black Cat in the main set. This one has Heroes for Hire and Marvel Diva keyword. She's 45 points. And the reason you play her, honestly, is for her trait. Once per turn, if a friendly character's attack roll includes, one, includes a 1 on one of the two dice... You can re-roll that die, not the whole roll. You can just pick up your one and re-roll it. Once per turn, if an opposing character's attack roll includes a six, you can make your opponent re-roll that six. But in either case, the attacker must be within six squares in line of fire. And then she, on top of that, has leap, climb, and stealth, and then basically has exploit and super senses or reflexes her whole dial. So that's what she does. She provides the special prob, a prob that's way better than normal prob in my opinion. And she gets around and stays stealth. And she, yeah, she breaks away easily with leap climb. She stays safe with stealth plus reflexes and super senses. Yeah. For forty five points, she's not. For forty five points, she's pretty good. She's a good addition for heroes for higher higher teams. Forty five points for that trade alone, I would easily pay that because think about that. If you're making them reroll a six. That's I mean, pretty, uh... the chances of them ending up with something much lower, and a lot of rolls that I see turn up with sixes tend to be like six one or six ones for a seven or six twos for an eight. I mean, like you're potentially dropping that down to nothing. Black Cat's a, a character I'm 
I like a lot, and I can't wait to see what they do with the main set, too. Hopefully she has some kind of weird special prob thing, too. Um, another Deadpool spoiler. This is also a gravity feed. Snake Root Clan Ninja. Uh, this is basically your new hand ninjas. Uh, they have the hand uh, keyword, Hydra keyword, and martial artist. Two traits. 50 points with the Hydra team ability. Um, two traits. First one, during the end of your turn, when Snake Root Clan Ninja occupies hindering, give him a free action, and place him in any square of hindering within three squares in line of fire. That's amazing, especially because he has stealth full dial. All five yeah. clicks are stealth. And keep in mind that he has the hand TA, so on, or um, keyword. So if you want to pay for the ATA, on certain maps, this guy's just going to hop from from yeah. perfect hands you know, square to perfect hand square, and you're never going to be ever be able to shoot him, regardless of if you bust stealth. If he gets the hand, your stealth busting doesn't matter. <laughs> um, the other trait, once per game, when he KOs an opposing character of a higher point value, he's only 50, so that's not hard to do, and he has exploit for the top two dials, or top two clicks. Whenever he KOs someone with a higher point value, you may choose any standard power that character possesses anywhere on its dial. Jesus. Not just on what click it's on when you killed it. He can use that power for the rest of the game. That is nuts. These guys are sick, man. For 50 points especially. This is your gravity feed pickup for the for this set right here. Are these You know what's kind of like the funny little thing about them, though, that you don't really realize? Hydra team ability yeah. with three range. So if you do have a group of them all sitting in stealth and hindering... You could teleport them in... You could teleport them to try to get them together in a good spot. And all of a sudden that tip... That 10-3 is trying to hit a 15 or something like that at range, and your opponents really don't expect that. So you could pick off a figure for 3 damage and get that power, that standard power you want. These guys are really good. If you play any of those keywords, Hydra, Martial Arts, or Hand, you need to pick up 2 My or 3. Only, I'm really sad they don't have Assassin for being a generic, because yeah, there isn't true. a generic Assassin figure yet. I'm sure, I'm sure the main set point one will. That would be a welcome addition. Uh, and then the very last uh, Deadpool spoiler is Cable. He's a super rare. Which, I'm, this is probably my favorite Cable they've made, just because it's... Yeah, I, I don't... I'm not saying like he's super good or anything. No, no, I, I was just trying to think if I like him better than the GSX one. I, I, I kind of like them both equally. I, I just like <clears> this one for his sculpt and all his powers and everything. Yeah, the sculpt is really good. He's got the old tire track for or the tire treads for the shoulders. He looks like a judge. He he does yeah. look like a judge. He, well, Cable basically is. Kind yeah, of he's, kind of of he's got he's got the Liefeld <laughs> pouches all over the place. Um, he got the Liefeld. Pouches. What's What's also cool about this guy is he's, he's a switch clicks who can go on that the Avengers and uh, X, the X Men team bases. Um, he has lots of keywords as all the cables do: future, new mutants, ruler, six pack, soldier, X Force, X Men. Six pack? A hundred and he him and hell, he may be the only one with that keyword. The old one had that. So let's see who all What's has six pack. Sense. I'm not honestly sure. Oh, uh, Deadpool and Domino. I think that was their old squad when they were in special forces. Let's see. Deadpool, Back before Deadpool solo. was actually Deadpool when he was just Wade Wilson, but Anaconda. I had solo or I'd have to see. Yeah, Deadpool, Solo, Anaconda, Constrictor, huh. and Cable. But yeah, the old Cable had it too. Um, do, do, do. So, 163 standard symbols, except he has Indom, and he has 7 range, 1 bolt. And his top click is kind of supporty. Actually, it basically is supporty. It's running shot, TK, 
and a special damage power that gives him leadership, outwit, prob, and it can't be countered. So you have an unoutwittable outwit right there, plus an unoutwittable prob, which is also very key. Um, yeah, because usually all that is a three for one on a power if they don't have something like that on it. He hit 163 points is a high price tag, but overall his dial is pretty worth it. Yeah. Um, second click, he loses the TK and he gets Psychic Blast. So if you wanted to, you could play him as a facilitator, TK out two of your guys, take the push, and then next time when you're ready, you know, you have prob for them. You can see, you know, you have line of fire to prob their attacks. You take the push on purpose next turn, or you clear, and then after that you'll be rushing in for uh, psychic blasts. And then um, after that second click, he has four straight clicks of his special power. Body slide can use running shot and ignores hindering, elevated, and blocking terrain. Um, which, if it's body slide, I wish they would have given him ignores characters too, where he can like automatically yeah. get away. Um, and then he still keeps the unoutwittable prob leadership and uh, outwit. And then last three clicks, he gets a special attack power, Technopath. And this is funny because this is a power that one of our dial design um, participants just did like two months ago. It, it word for word. This is they. They ripped us off again. They took TJ's freaking Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Wasn't, I knew it looked familiar. Technopath. Opposing characters within Cable's range and line of fire modify their attack value negative two when making a ranged combat attack. Except they made it for, uh, it was, it, I think it was... I'll pull it up while we're... It was whoever's making the Winter Guard base, they made it for Sputnik. It was Technopath and that was what it did. Was that Ricky? Uh, no, no, it wasn't Ricky. I'll bring it up. I'll uh, look it up while we're playing. So, pretty solid dial overall if you guys want to look. The values are always good. Um, he's never below a... Th- the one time he's below a 3 damage is on his last click, and he has RCE on that. And then he's got that trait, that special um, damage power for his first four clicks. He's pretty good. What he's, are his pop-off clicks? Um, it, They're not color-coded on here, so I don't know. Oh, they're not? No, they're not color-coded on the picture. Gosh, but this is, again, not final image or whatever You know, they always say, so... We'll have to see how he does as far as pop-offs. Um, his X-Men, his uh, team-based ability is that the team can use leadership, phasing, and sidestep. Which, phasing and... Uh, or sidestep and leadership both are, are pretty useful, so not well, a bad... Well, phasing's not bad on team bases because you use the move action to teleport clear across the map. Yeah, it's true, too. Um, is th- That's it for Deadpool. Then for Days of Future Past, which will be coming out in a couple, a couple Wednesdays from now... We have Colossus, and again, the the next in the plethora of Colossus that we've gotten. But they've Colossi. all been... Colossi. we've gotten, but they've all been good. Yeah, yeah. And I, this honestly, this is probably one of my favorites. This is good, too. He has a 200 or a 100 point option, which is nice. Keep it simple and give us two options like that. Um, nine clicks total. Uh, let's see, five clicks for the 100 point version, nine for the 200 point version with Armor and X-Men. So this guy, having nine clicks... This wouldn't be a bad option for running him with Forge if you wanted to do the Forge you know, combo with this oh, yeah, guy. Especially with that special damage power you're about to... And especially having uh, that late dial Invincible to help keep him alive even longer. Uh, starts off... Or first of all, he has Traded, Super Strength, and Sidestep at the beginning of your turn. That's interesting. That's only at the beginning of your turn. And then... Uh, Damage ability wise, he's mutant. Well, it basically means he couldn't hit. Yeah, you. he couldn't hit you. Then he could. Trade. He couldn't hit and run. He's he has to just charge straight in. Which is Colossus. Yeah, which is Colossus. Now, top dial for two hundred points. He has. Uh, he doesn't have an 
11 attack, which I like. I do too. Because if you think about Colossus, I think we're getting, you know, we don't, not everybody needs an amazingly retardedly high attack these days. Yeah. And it makes sense for Colossus because he's not incredibly accurate. He hits hard. And they made him hit hard. He's got four damage. You give him ultra heavy, he'd be hitting for seven damage. He also has a, a CCE that cannot, his other powers cannot be countered. That's what Austin was hinting at when I said it'd be good with Forge. You can't outwit Colossus's defense and then um, smoke him all of a sudden. You have to deal with his defense. Or you have to outwit this and then outwit yeah. his defense. And see, and what I like about the way they set this character up is he's a tank character. That's exactly what he is. He has the sidestep of the turn, the charge, the low attack value, but he's got high defense that can't be countered easily. And then if you notice down dial, he picks up Invincible and Empower, but I like the name of his Empower because it kind of like explains to the player a little bit what they expect you to do with it. Is it strike while they're focused on me? You kind of tie him up with him after he's gotten that first super strength swing to lower their armor or whatever, and then they move in and they get their bonus attacks after charging on the target. It's the same with the steel energy, the will to keep on fighting, because... You just like if he keeps attacking you and keeps hitting you, he's just not gonna die. And see, and I like the fact that he has a low defense value within Volt towards the bottom of his dial because I feel like that's very, very much what I'd expect out of Colossus. Yeah. It's not that he's hard to hit; it's that ideally he should be less hard. He should be harder to damage. Right. I think they did a good job with this. Dial. This is probably my like. This is probably the most flavorful like spot on Colossus. I, I like this one and the AVX one the best still. Anytime I see a Colossus, he makes me want to play MVC two. Because Colossus was so fun in NBC, too. He was fun. He sucked, but he was fun. Alright, that's it for the official spoilers. Let's go ahead and let's move right into the Green Lantern resource while we're here looking at Oh boy, here we go. So, I'll link this in the podcast description if you guys haven't seen it, because I don't think it's on the main HeroClicks.com, but I guess I could go ahead and check. Well, I checked earlier. Okay, yeah, so this is not an official spoiler. They did mention it on Facebook and Twitter. They just did post it to the main site. So I'll link these. Um, it's going to be very difficult if you guys haven't seen this for you to understand what I'm saying. So I would suggest if you're listening and you're interested in the Greenland resource, which you most likely are if you're listening to Here Clicks Podcast. Um, if you're anybody with a heart or soul, you're interested in this resource. Go to dialastraheroclicks.podbean.com, look in the description. Find the uh, URL that I will post for this, and then follow, pull it up, follow along with us, and uh, you know, form your own opinion while we're ta- while we're talking about our opinions. So the way this works is, the power battery must be assigned a power ring, and one to six distinct constructs. So you can't double up like you can on utility belt. You can't double up like that. It'll be just like the uh, Book, of Book of the Skulls or the Power Plane or any of the other ones. You have to play separate constructs, and you have to have a ring. So at least one ring, at least one construct. The power battery itself, just the base, costs two. And then you add on however much each ring or um, construct costs, which lets us know they must be varying point values, the and different it's, rings. It's kind of cool because uh, looking at the ring and stuff, uh, if I remember right, both the relic and the resource side are the same cost. So, it, uh, it like you go up I to think it, seventy. I think it's eight points, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the minimum that you can put on here is sixteen points. And then, two for the base. Um, just looking at the Green Lantern ring, it's eight, so that's ten. So we got to think. I think the constructs. Construct will be six. I think it'll be. I think the range will be six to ten. 
I think that sounds because good. I was doing the math. Yeah. If you had ten different, um, if you had six different ten cost rings, it would be exactly seventy. You mean constructs or uh, constructs? <laughs> it would be exactly seventy. So, so I think, yeah, six to ten sounds. Like I think the rings will probably be eight. The power battery costs two, and then I bet you the constructs range from six to ten. But I mean, only time will tell. But that's my best. It's whiz kids. Logic out the window. Yeah. Um, the power ring and constructs are all attached to the power battery at the beginning of the game. Alright, that's it for force construction. So right off the bat we see you have to have a ring, and then you have to have at least one construct up to six. And it's all going to play off of the constructs, and everybody is going to get the, ring, the effects of the ring. We'll get to that a little bit more too. It's good. Core members, when a friendly character has any constructs on its card... It is called a core member and is assigned the power battery. Now, note, you you don't start the constructs on the card. So at the beginning of the game, none of your guys are actually assigned the power battery. This isn't the Book of the Skull or the... the um, Phoenix Force. Phoenix Force. Or the uh, rings, either. This is that's one thing I thought of when I read this, is how would it work with pieces that like, Iron, like M10 Iron Man... Um, your force is not automatically assigned. Nobody's assigned it until you decide to drop one of the constructs on their card. But anyways, once you put one on their card, they can use the ability of the construct, and they can use the ability of the power ring that is attached to the power battery. They mention the core, they call them core men, though, just because it gives a term to call them in the rest of the card effects. Right. If a friendly core member is KO'd, any constructs on its card are reattached to the power battery. So it's like the Phoenix Force. You, you're not going to lose that construct if your dude dies. Whereas on the power plant, if your guy dies, you completely lose that ring for good. Um, if the power battery is knocked out, so the actual resource is KO'd because you can't attack it and you do push it, and we'll get to that in a minute. All constructs are removed from all friendly core members. So if that's kind of that's kind of cool. I wasn't expecting that because I actually didn't read that when I first went over it. Yeah. So if we're playing a big game, say we're playing because at dugout every three months we play a big game, thousand or twelve hundred points. We got one coming up soon. So let's say we're playing a thousand point theme team game, and I run all my Green Lanterns. And I run this. If you want to go and try to focus fire my battery, and you knock it out. I may have six constructs on six different people, and I just lost all. I lost all my complete bonuses. So it basically would be like getting hit with disintegration being yeah. ring. It's just gone. Which for the fact that you paid seventy points for that, that's a pretty big deal if you max well, it out. Disintegration beam though, if you like hit a book of skulls, it destroys that relic and then the resource. No, it destroys the resource. You keep the relics that's already on your cards. Okay, but this one returns them all. So this one you lose everything. Yeah, which is I like that. Um, and I guess we'll get into more when we talk about why, or the fact it's attackable. Uh, for setup, this is an interesting way that this works too. So this resource will not play off off of the table. It's going to be on the map at all times. During the beginning of the game, the power battery is placed in four squares of clear terrain in your starting area. The power battery affects line of fire, so it, it blocks line of fire and stuff. It can use its powers and abilities, because we'll get into it, but um, it'll get Barrier, Prob, Perplex, and um, Outwit. And it never has a damage value. It's always zero damage, so it's a support type thing. Um, It can use its abilities. It's damaged and KO'd as if it were a character, which just means when you damage it, it takes clicks like a normal character. 
Characters, objects, and blocking terrain may not op- occupy the same squares as the battery. The battery is immediately KO'd when the last friendly character is defeated. So that's just like the legalese to make sure that it's treated like a character, but not like... For example... Well, here, here's what the reason I thought, is because there are clicks where it has perplex. So technically, I could perplex my damage and then try to hit you with the power battery. But it's, it's not a character, so you can target it with perplex. It can't. Oh, that's true. It couldn't target that's itself. What was, that's what I was going to say. Is it couldn't target itself with perplex, and other characters couldn't target. See, it. that's one main. We'll get when we talk about the negatives. That's one thing I hate about this thing is there's so many rules questions. This thing arises because there's there's literally like a dozen things of it is a character for this, but it's not a character for this, and it is a character when it does this, but it's not considered a character on this, and it's fucking. Don't get me started. Anyway, we'll get started here in a few. We will. So, one thing that I immediately thought of, well, could I not just pick the ocean map and then you couldn't play this at all because there are no squares of clear terrain on your ocean map. Yeah, there's a discussion going on on HC Realms right now because supposedly in the rules there's a section where if you try to place something in your starting area and you're completely incapable of doing it due to terrain restrictions, you can still place it as though it were clear terrain. Well, it's no, it's the same thing as when you play like a colossal or a team base that doesn't fit. You both both players extend their starting area over one horizontal column and then one vertical column, and then you see if you can now fit it. If you can't, you do it again, and you keep doing it yeah. until you can do that. Um, but that in and of itself really has nothing. It's not changing what's clear and what's not. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. I. With that, but as of now, it's been ruled that you can just go ahead and place it in your in your starting area. I don't know. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, the way it's worded, though, I swear. I hear they should clicks. have just done... Doesn't the Batcave say when it's placed in your starting area, it turns any terrain under it into clear terrain? That's a good question. Because, I mean, like that's, all, that's what they should have done. I know done. it doesn't care what's under it. I yeah. Know to the back cave. To the back James cave. Or, uh, Dungeon Master card. The back cave is placed yeah. in your starting area and can't be moved or placed by any game effect. All squares occupied by the back cave are considered to be clear terrain. See, that's what they should have done for this. I know, but whatever. They don't learn from their mistakes. Dude, attacking the oh, pa- really? <laughs> attacking the power battery. So as we mentioned, you can actually attack it, although the rules are quite different. If the power battery is adjacent. To an opposing character or within its range and line of fire, that character may be given a power action to roll 2d6. So here's and, and add their attack value. If the result is equal or higher than the power battery's defense, it takes damage equal to the printed damage minus 2. This can't be ignored. So there's a few things I want to bring up there. This is another instance of it's a character for this, but it's not for that. You're not actually attacking it like it's a character. It's got its own spells. You are, but you're not. But you're not making You're an rolling and making an attack roll, but you're not actually making an attack roll. And I think the reason but I think the reason they did that was because I'm sure there's legalese of when you attack something, do this. Right. No, no, I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying as far as people trying to keep up with what's yeah. what on this freaking thing. So does this mean that you wouldn't be able to like You can't, can't your damage. You can't running shot it. You can't energy explosion off of it. No, exactly. You can't do it. You're not actually targeting it's a, special, a character. It's a special it, effect on its own. Kind, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like if you're next to it, you can be given a power action to try this. Well, that's insanely complicated. Yeah, so a, a few <sighs> things that makes it really hard to damage this thing. Again, 
you have to already you have to already be next to it or in range in line of fire. So you can't running shot into it because you have to already be there and then you give a power action to do this. So you can't running shot or charge it. Can't hypersonic it. What? I'll get to it when you get to some other things about it, but there's a thing about that wording that makes it actually a lot worse than I thought it was. All right. So you can't move and attack it. You have to already be ready to shoot it. You take your printed damage minus two. So RCE doesn't help you. CCE doesn't help you. Super strength doesn't help you. Anything like that. Perplex, anything is not going to help you. So you basically can't really hurt the stupid thing anyways, hardly. Oh, never mind. I had a misread. Um, where it says if it's an adjacent to an opposing character or within its range and line of fire, it means within the range and line of fire of the opposing character. For some reason, I thought it meant the range and line of fire of the power battery because the power battery actually can get a huge range value. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to that when we yeah. do the dial. Um, so, like we said, you can attack it. Is it a good idea? Doesn't really seem like it to me. Seems like it, you'd be just freaking better off just fighting the Especially characters. considering how many clicks it has. Yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> you can technically attack it though, but you don't. You're not actually technically attacking it. Objects wouldn't work <laughs> on it either, would they? No. This is nuts. Power ba- uh, battery powers is the next section, the last one. The dial of the power battery includes certain special powers that can be used in the. Okay, so there's a new symbol they made for this thing. We'll call it the sun because it kind of looks like a sun. Don't so, you think? Yeah, that's the, really the only thing I can think of that that looks like yeah. is a sun. All right, so we'll call this the sun symbol. So what they did is they invented a new symbol for this thing, and it takes the place of both the movement symbol and the attack symbol. It's very big. So we'll call it the sun symbol. So the the power battery gives you special powers in the sun slot. Once per turn, when it's given an action to use one of these powers and actions resolve, you can roll... You can. Here's the key. You may roll a d6... That can't be re-rolled. You deal the power battery half the result as unavoidable damage. So you say, Hunter, why would I want to damage my own resource? Well, the the things that you can do with those powers, those actual powers will change and get better as you take damage. Okay? So it's in your it's really depends on what you're wanting to do with your team build. But if if you like it's gonna start out on number one, and number one is give the battery a power action. Place a construct on the friendly character's card, and it becomes a core member. That's if it doesn't no, already have one. Yeah, that is it, already. It core can't member. already be a new core member. So it's kind of like hammers. It, at the beginning, you're not going to be able to put multiple hammers on people. So if you're if that's what you're wanting to do right now, if you're just wanting to put hammer uh, put constructs on people, then you probably won't want to roll and take damage. Yeah, and it's got that for the first five clicks. Right. And so later in the game, once you've you know, once you've given out a few constructs and you're ready to get to the better stuff, then you probably will go ahead and roll and take the stuff, take the uh, the the dampen the damage. Um, traded the power battery's range is equal to its click number. So again, the farther you click it, the more dam- the more you damage it, the higher its range goes up. And again, it has perp, outwit, and prop, and it pretty much alternates through each and one. Special damage. And then a special damage power of support with an attack value of ten. Um, how many clicks does it have? It has 20. Oh, dang. Um, so, that's your thing. At every time you do an action, whether it's a free action or power, it just says given an action. Anytime you use one of those special sun powers, as we're going to coin the phrase, and hopefully that'll stick. Uh, once you use the sun slot power, 
you have the choice of dealing a damage, but you do not have to because it says may. Um, the other trait is emotional spectrum will. And again, this is the Green Lantern power battery. So if the power battery attached ring and attached constructs are all the same color, each opposing character may be given no more than one free action per turn. So it's White Witch for cheaper, and it's on a resource. That's one of my main beefs with this, because I like White Witch. It's so nuts. Um, now, what does that tell us right there? That tells us that you are able to mix colors when of you're playing... Constructs, rings, and of batteries. constructs and rings and batteries when you're playing these things. Otherwise, they would not have included that. So it makes me think you could play the green battery with a red ring and a yellow construct, and it would all work out fine. So this means I bet you that the different colored batteries are going to have different emotional spectrums. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, I think they that's will, what the will keyword is. Yeah, see, now this, notice, here's, well, let's finish and then we'll get into that. Because <laughs> I don't want to get too far ahead because this is confusing, especially when we're looking at the card, not everybody's looking yeah. at the card we're talking about. Um. So yeah, you get bonuses if you play everything the same color. On the Green Lantern one, you're going to get White Witch, basically. Which is nuts. Which is nuts. Um, <clears throat> so as we said, the, the number one sun power is give them a free action, put a con- or a, sorry, power give them a power action, place the attached construct on a friendly character who doesn't already who isn't already a core member. And then you have the support power. Now, once you're done doing all that, take the damage next time you do it. Um, also, this thing doesn't have willpower. I was about to say. So if you give it two tokens, you will take a, a click. It Notice it has Colossal. So you can continue to do it every turn, but you'll Colossal push afterwards. Um, another thing that that Colossal is going to help is you have Colossal size, so it makes it even easier to see your own guys and perplex and outweigh Thankfully, and on the flip side, it also, flip side, it also makes it easier for our opponents to also target it. Right. Um, if you have some kind of amazing not the, range. Not that yeah. you really want to, honestly. Um, so, that's number one. Number two, swap a construct. This is in the sun slot. Give the power battery a free action. Exchange a construct between two friendly core members or the power battery and a friendly member's card. So, a free action just to trade it out, which is pretty freaking Which is good. amazing. Because you had to give power actions yeah. on the book, and you couldn't switch from one you had already given to one that's on the book base. You couldn't switch. Yeah. And this is this is way better than the book. So think of it as, if we think of this as a book, since that's a good thing to kind of compare some of these things to, think if you had your Anger's Hammer, Anger's on, Hammer on Dracula, and you had um, Null's Hammer on a vampire, you could, for free, swap them. Or, if you wanted to put... If uh, you didn't need running shot on your vampire and you needed exploit because their big beefer ran up on you, you can just for free sw- swap the Null's Hammer with exploit and now you magically have exploit. And um, we've seen like most of the constructs, like the Green Lantern ones at least, and we haven't seen what they do, but it's kind of easy from what they are. Like there's a couple that look offensive, like there's a crossbow and stuff like that, but there's also like a wall and some other ones like that. So I can imagine like... One of them probably gives... There's probably a defensive one. There's probably offensive probably one. Probably like so, barrier. There's definitely going to be a So, like, you have one. two tokens on your character who's got a construct. I'm going to swap it for the defensive one so this turn I can hold off till I can clear. That's like taking the entire pa- uh, power plant to an extremely dumber level. 
Because the power plant was already fucking stupid. It was a yeah. it's a gigantic toolbox. But this one will be more expensive, though. Like, yeah, it goes. But, up, it's going to go up to seventy. And there's no plus one combat. So players. this brings up another point. Well, I guess we'll get to that. Um, the constructs themselves. There's going to be. They've already said there's going to be. They've shown pictures of eight different colors. Of Play a maximum of six on the on the. They haven't battery. shown any other colors. So though. does that mean there's going to be forty eight different constructs in this entire set? We don't. We have. We no don't idea. know. I, I know we don't know, but I'm just saying. I would. It's kind of weird for me to say that I hope, but at the same time I don't. From a gameplay perspective, I don't want there to be, but at the same one time, of, I want a Red Lantern axe construct. One of these is going to get. Is going to be fucking broken, I guarantee there, you. Already. There's going to be a combo in here somewhere, of course, there always right. is. Let's move on to number three. Four main construct. This is number three for the sun power. Give the power battery a pow- power action. Remove a construct from it and replace it with a construct from outside of the game, up to two points higher than the one that you <laughs> removed. So it's basically Old Man Logan, but for any character in the game. If the new construct is a lower point value, this is a free action instead. If the new construct is a higher point value, this is a double power action instead. So, I just talked about Old Man Logan last week. And about how awesome, even though he's expensive as hell, how awesome and how freaking useful and creative it was to swap relics down to a cheaper option. This is going to be nuts. Especially considering you can put this on any character in the game. And figure out combos with that specific character with specific rel- um, which co- constructs. The only things I will say about that power are that there's there's two negatives to it. One, all the dials it shows up on, it never pushes back into that power. Usually, there's a two to three gap before the next time it picks it back up. So you're not gonna be able to do this, then do it again, two turns in a row usually. Um, Unless second, you do it as free action. What? Unless you do it as free action, like it gives you the choice to if you go to a cheaper one. Oh yeah, true. Um, but I mean, like upgrading to a double power as a double power action, so you can't upgrade then upgrade again. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but the uh, the second roll, part you could of, if you rolled the dice and then hit the roll. Yeah, true. Um, but it, then the other part of it is, uh, even though they have colossal stamina, they can't be given a double power action if they already have a token, right? Correct. You can't give a double if you have any tokens at all. And if you've been doing this, if you've been using this thing right most of the game, you've probably. Just kept Colossal pushing its stack. Yeah, you probably got all your constructs out quick as possible. Yeah, which means that it's been going four or five turns just spitting them out. And then number four, share a construct. Give the power battery a free action. Roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled. If If a construct is attached to the power battery in the slot indicated by the result, so you roll a d6... Um, there's six construct slots, I guess, kind of like the bat belt, if you think about it like that. And then if you roll the, if one of your um, slots has something in it, so if I roll a three and my three slot actually has some, something has left in it, all friendly characters can use the ability of that construct until your next oh, turn. Oh god, that seems so really all friendly core members. So they have to they already, have, to already have, have a construct. One. Yeah, that's. I kind of that's kind of cool actually. I mean, like I don't think it's going to get a ton of use because one, it's a huge luck factor of whether you hit the slot you want. But at the same time, if you're playing one character and leaving five constructs back, that's really good. Yeah. What else could be cool? Say I play three characters, but I run six constructs. I can dish out one to each and then be have given a 50/50. have a fifty fifty chance at giving them all RCE or all you know some yeah, kind of defense buff. Um, 
Next up is number five on the sun slots. Give the power battery a free action. Place an attached construct on a core member's card. Which so means you basically, have to give someone already has one. Because it has to be a core right, member. Right, it has to be a core member. So basically this is doubling up hammers, except it's now a free action instead of a power action. And it's way down dial. And yes, it is very down dial. It's oh. like last five clicks. Yeah. And then you have one shot at hitting number six, two shots at hitting number six, which is based the same thing as uh, Godhood on um, Infinity Gauntlet as far as how many chances you Pretty have to much. You only have two chances. Friendly core members modify their combat values plus one for each construct on their card. So, uh, again, you had number fives, and you have number five at the same time that you have this as well. So you're going to double up the rel- the constructs and then give them plus two to everything. Why which just double is it up? Godhood. Why wouldn't you go to triple? That's true. It doesn't say you can only go to two. You could go to three and go to plus three. So there is... But there, there is a big risk going to that too, though. You now put yourself at the chance of dying. With a 17 or 16 with, defense. Because the defense starts out at a 19 and just very slowly pretty much goes down every click or stays the And the only the defense power it ever has is barrier. Right. So, and at this point in the game, it is a little more likely that the opponent, if you've already taken that many clicks on yourself, they may then go after you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helps balance it out a little bit. But Which, still, I kind of like that risk because honestly, that that causes a decision-making process for your opponent. Which, as the opponent in this, I'd really consider at this point. If I know there's only two clicks left, and I'm going to rob at my this opponent, point, I would. At points? the beginning, there's no incentive yeah, for me no. to do it at all because I'm just making it better anyways yeah. if I damage it. Just pray that you don't have a but, two damage at this point. <laughs> I guess it does have a one all the way down its dial, pretty much. I was going to say if it lost the one like ten clicks in. Maybe if I had, I would possibly consider it. No, it almost always has one. If you look at the yeah. clicks, I mean, it, it has a one two thirds of the dial or three fourths of the. There dial. is a funny click I like though. I think it's click. Is that nine? Where it doesn't have one, it has three and four instead. I would actually kind of well, no, because that's the one that gives it a chance. It has to, two swapping ones: the swap one and the and share the one. chance to share one. Yeah, never mind. But um, yeah. So overall, that's how it works. Um. Pros and let's do pros and cons, like our opinion, and then let's do predictions on how we think they're going to do this. All right. So, opinions on what you think of it overall. I love it. I, I think it's probably my favorite resource they've made because it's thematic. I think they've done a good job of trying to legalize a lot of stuff out of the way. Like it is really long worded. I'm definitely going to say that that's a, a problem, kind of. But at the same time, I feel like it's also going to help prevent some issues that would come up, like. At times, the Phoenix resource, for instance, has some wordings that aren't as long as they should be. Um, I I do like it. I'm really looking forward to seeing the other power batteries and what their different little tweaks are to it. Um, and how the constructs work, of course. I'm not going to be able to say what I think its power level is going to be because we haven't seen the constructs, which there's the ring down below. We can also, we're going to talk about here in a few. Yeah, we'll burn. We'll talk. Um, but uh, I, I like it. Um, the fact that it's an attackable resource is another cool thing that Actually, I like Actually, let's go ahead and do yeah, the we'll ring the because ring. since we talking, since we were just doing the rules, I should do the ring too. So remember, everybody who you give a construct also gets the powers of this ring, and the powers of this ring are really good. This oh, yeah. is the Green Lantern one. If this character already has the Green Lantern uh, core keyword, modify all its values except damage plus one. Otherwise, this character now has the Green Lantern keyword, can use willpower. What? 
And when an opposing character targets it with Outwit or Perplex, roll a d6. On a 4 to 6, ignore the High Outwit society or Perplex. society That's so better than it. That's way better. No, that's what the society ATA Oh, it is? Oh, oh no, because then, yeah. then a society that could still retarget someone else. Yeah, and society, you also oh, don't perplex. get Perplex on society True. either. So you get a better society... You get willpower, and the keyword, if you're playing something that triggers off keywords, which we're getting a lot of green laners, so there's bound to be one or two people that trigger off green laners, like buffing adjacent you know, defenses of green laners. The one thing I kind of like about the keyword thing, though, is it's kind of cool because now you really do have the feeling of, I have all these characters from the DC universe that have never been given a green lantern ring. Yeah. Now they're a green lantern member. So yeah, as you're giving out these... Rel- that's That, to me... Is worth it alone, right there. That to me is what makes this a stupidly good resource. Um, the constructs I think will be pretty good, and I think this is otherwise pretty balanced because it does have cons with the pros. But I think the giving everybody instantly have willpower because if you think about it, on your resources, one of the biggest things on each of them, except for the power plant, is the giving of willpower. The belt you give to people who need willpower and you yeah. pay 10 points and that 10 points for that willpower, you're like, man, this is awesome. I paid 10 points to give this piece willpower. So you pay Null's hammer, I paid 8 points to run the resource and just this hammer and give him plus 2 attack for and 16 willpower. 16 points, I've given my whole team willpower. There's several times you run a team and you kind of don't really know who you want to give Null's hammer because that willpower is so valuable and you don't have willpower on everybody. Or you pay 40 points for the gauntlet to have willpower. On this, every motherfucker you give a construct to gets willpower. <laughs> now that is retarded. That's what's retarded about this to me. You, yeah, dumb. you don't get the stat bumps, but I think that with especially with certain pieces is what's the most. Dumb yeah, I didn't even. I hadn't really considered like the ring's powers in my head. Honestly, I, I think this is gonna get shit, man. Here's I the problem. Well, go ahead, continue. Oh, well, go ahead. I'll I was gonna say the problem I see is the mixing of colors with it. I think the fact that. Let's say yellow. Let's say the yellow base for fear makes opponents unable to use willpower. Well, that would be fucking insane. Yeah, but this one <laughs> lets everyone use willpower. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like, let's say the yellow one does that. Let's say the red constructs are better offensively. Let's say the ring, one of the rings does something different. Like, I feel like I don't like the fact you can mix and match it, or the bonuses and negatives should be different for mixing and matching. There shouldn't just be a flat amazing bonus for matching them all. So uh, the thing I, the biggest issue I could see with this, what are, what were people's biggest complaints about resources when they first came out? They can make any character do anything. It's pretty much. Yeah. But this takes this to a whole fucking another level. There's there might be eight of these. We don't know. There might be every power in the game might be available. You get you're gonna pay sixteen points. You have to. A 20-click-long 20, 20 thing that can use perplex, outwit, and prop control. Yeah, another thing we're not remembering on top of all these yeah, things... Yeah, is the support ship. ...is that you're going to have a perplex, outwit, or prob that's helping you out from this resource as well the whole entire time. Because. That could possibly be up to 20 squares long. Yeah, that could possibly be 20 range. That's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hoping, and it's kind of weird to think about the idea of it, I'm wondering if... Uh, the constructs won't boomerang back to the resource. Like at the end of your turn, if they clear, they all go back to the resource or oh, something. We haven't seen a card yet. Yeah, we long. haven't seen a construct yet to judge it. But I think that that would, that would lower the power level of this a little bit, which would make me really happy. 
But it's still ridiculous even if that was the case. All right, my opinion on it, I'm not going to base it all on balance yeah. for a couple of reasons. One, they do throw cons in with the pros. Um, I don't look at this thing right off and think, my God, this thing is stupidly broken like I did with the power plant, which actually I was pretty right about the power plant. The power, power plant is really stupid. But the thing is, so I'm not going to, I'm also not going to base it on if I think it's good or not because of we don't know what the contract is. Exactly. And that is huge. That, that is, is absolutely huge. huge. So, And we don't know what the other lanterns are going to do and also. Maybe they'll be worse than the hammers. What I'm basing this off on is when I look at this, I, I feel like Austin. I feel, yeah, I like I like that it's thematic, that the green gives everybody willpower, and that I can make these DC characters, um, you know, be part of my Lantern Corps that I always, you know, thought they should be part of or whatever. I like that. And I, I kind of like the system of how it works. It's an interesting system, albeit extremely wordy, yeah. you know, that they they could have probably taken a couple of these things out and They're made it a worse little... And worse with this yeah, they, they could have taken a couple of those special powers out I and it wouldn't have been that, that big. Yeah. Like the form of construct. Like they could have taken a couple of those things out, streamlined it down a little bit, because my main beef with this resource, and the reason I don't like it, is because when, I, when they spoil a resource, I think... How difficult is it going to be for me to explain to newish players to, uh, as a judge and as somebody who just helps out at other venues too, how much of a pain in the ass is this thing going to be teaching people how to use? And the answer is times 5,000 what the other resources were. And I thought that the Phoenix Force was a little bit complicated when it first came out. Yeah. Remember, I was like, this is going to be a pain to explain to people. This is literally ten times worse than the and Phoenix And you know what Force. makes it ten times worse? Is that this event is going to bring in so many new players that it's fucking <laughs> insane. I didn't think about that. Everyone's going to be like, look, I got this sweet Green Lantern power battery. I have no idea what the fuck it does. Now, me without having to think about all that and having to worry about explaining it to people, this is awesome to me. Because I get how it works as a Heroclix player and playing the show. This is so. not simple and clear cut like Utility Build is. And like Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet is pretty... I mean, the first time you use Infinity Gauntlet, it takes you a minute to get it. Yeah. After that, you got it down This pat. takes it to a whole nother level, because you can't actually attack the Infinity Gauntlet or the... Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to... Yeah, exactly. There's too many factors going on. It's way... It's going to be way too hard to explain. I... Like, when I was going over this card, I was writing down rules questions. I had a dozen rules questions just off looking at the card. Yeah, I think of rules questions more often than the average person, but still... The fact that I can think of a dozen questions just off reading this card is, especially with me having a very good grasp on the understanding of the rules of this game, is awful. <laughs> There's going to be so many questions that people start raising when we start playing these things, and we haven't even thrown in the construct yet. Yeah, we don't even know what the wording is on their shit. <laughs> I don't like it. It's going to be like the book, man. As like... a player, I like it. As a play, as a player slash judge, I fucking hate this thing. It's okay. I hate it. It's really, As a player, I love it. It's really awesome, and I want to like it, but I, I don't. I intend on asking you plenty of questions until yeah, you Yeah, I know. Me. Everybody does. But, oh, I'm, I am excited to see the other rings. Andrew <laughs> just had the same fucking time. I know. <laughs> I'm excited to see the other colors of stuff. I'm excited to see what the constructs do. I'm really sad about it, because I'm going to have to play against this fucking thing for the next eight years, <laughs> and I'm just never going to get to the end of it. And they're going to, like, paint them with rainbow paint or something. I'm in the part of the rainbow core. Sculpt's pretty cool. Sculpt's cool. All right, so let's do predictions. But it's going to look way shittier in person. Because I, I have an interesting prediction on what they're going to do with this. Okay, let's go. All right, here's what I think. The whole time, and I thought about this because after I read the card, it kind of hit me. If you if if I sat and reread 
every word of this card to you, which I'm not going to do because it's very long, oh. it never ever specifies a color. It says constructs, power ring, power battery, the construct, blah, 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 blah. I think what they're going to do is if you look at, if and you can, now that I'm even looking at this resource, I think I'm yeah. even, I think I've even convinced myself more that I'm right oh, about this. Oh, I see what you're getting. I think that the green, I think that that green power battery, the green part of it, the actual battery, not the base and the rocks yeah, and everything, I, know I think it's completely detachable. Yeah. I think the green pops out of the top of there. And you have, because if you look at, also look at this, what else I was saying. Look at the dial. It doesn't say Green Lantern power yeah. battery. Or it says power. Just it, just, it just says power battery. The only thing that says Green Lantern is the card. It says power battery, and then in parentheses, smaller Green print Lantern underneath, Corp. Green Lantern Core. If you notice, yeah. So I think what they'll do is you'll have your power battery resource, you'll get month one, and you'll get a green one. And you'll get your first construct. And every month you'll get a new construct. Or maybe you'll get a new construct and new lantern. They only say constructs on the site. So, yeah. So, that's one way they could do it. But either way, I definitely think that the green, line, the power, the green power battery will pop out and you can pop a different color power battery on top of there. And then if you, it has the slots in the side to attach your constructs. So the question is, do the, are the other colored power batteries con-exclusive? Don't say it. Don't so, say it. Think, are they con-exclusive? I, mean, I think that's... Just to establish that. That's how I think it's going to work. And I, I definitely hope that's actually how it works. <laughs> I think that's how they designed it. I guarantee you that the print on every card of the different color ones yeah. reads exactly the same, except they edit, they Photoshop out the green and they put in a red. And then under that, they put red lantern cord. And, and, and then they change the emotional spectrum And power. then they change the emotional spectrum power, because that's the only thing that's different on each one. I kind of hope that's the case, but at the same time, I kind of hope it isn't, just because I don't know why. I hope it is, because it simplifies it much, true. much more. I don't know. It's just like on the base powers, I was like, well, perplex outwit, prob, and then I stopped thinking about it. I was like, there really isn't anything else they could give it, though, for anyone else, like... So I think I'm I think I'm I'm pretty much convinced myself I'm right about that. Now, onto your onto what you just said. How are they going to give the constructs out? Oh, you know me being Mysterious. the increasingly more skeptical? No, what's the word I'm thinking of? Omnipotent. No, not omnipotent. Precognitive. You're giving me way too much credit. Oh, freaking like sees Nostradamus. Sees things in prophesizing. Negatives. Automatically pessimist thinks that. Yeah, but you were wrong a lot about. It'll Black hit me Lantern in a minute. I was wrong about Black Lantern Anti Monitor, but to be fair, when they show something on a War of Light slide, I kind of expected. I to told you Light. if you would have listened Should've to the guy. It to me, the guy. I still don't believe the guy. No, I just think he got lucky. the guy made it sound like, hey, this is going to be part of War of the Light, but I don't think. Oh, you mean the guy at the actual? Yeah. Thing. No, that's true. He made it sound like this is going to be part of... It was just weird that they showed it at a retailer banquet on the War of Light slide, and then now it's a con. This is why I I think this is their big fucking plan. Now listen... We talked about this last week, the, so let's I, not go into. I don't want. I don't want to be like. A conspiracy. I was right. You were wrong, Austin. Get I don't care that you were right. I don't want to be like a conspiracy theorist, but like, War of the Light is ending around August. So what do you do to open the dough? Besides the fact, but, you know... But they're pushing other cons a lot this year. It's not just Gen Con. They've I mean, opened three... What minutes. if they... What yeah, if they true. give out different colors at different cons and then everyone's fucked? Oh, God. 
<laughs> I told Drew and Hunter on the way here. Okay, first off, the constructs. If there are different colored constructs... Which there are. There have yeah, to they, be. Yeah, they there have to be, according it. to the wording on this. Um, Unless this is not Final Image. <laughs> if the uh, I kind of hope the other constructs are different things. And I hope the constructs are really toned down. I hope they're not really good. And I hope that there's vary between the colors. Like, as I said, I'd like a Red Lantern axe or something to attach to my Atrocitus base when I go smack somebody with it. Um, but I figure they're gonna boot. They're gonna booster. They're gonna give the constructs out in boosters, and they're gonna give the rings out in boosters because it's heavily been implied the other color rings are in boosters. I don't remember if it was this article or another one I was reading about it. I don't like that, and I'll tell you why. I well, okay, go ahead. We're not gonna like this shit's gonna be harder to get than fucking. <laughs> what if it's one per booster? I I doubt. They'll do I that. hope. I honestly hope they do do it in boosters. Because the only un- other alternatives... There's two alternatives. Come One, on. they do it in OP kits. Yeah. They're too greedy for that shit. They're not going to just <laughs> throw it in the OP kits. And then not to mention that's way less per person. The other option is they put it in cons. That's the most likely one, in my opinion. I, I, I don't want to be... I think they if they throw it in boosters, I'm excited. Because I see them putting them in cons. They did a full set of eight fucking utility belt items. Yeah, that was the ones. best ones, pretty much, besides handcuffs... And smoke pe- gas pellets, honestly, night vision goggles are key. I and tried to play devil's advocate to whiz kids, but fuck you guys for that one. That was stupid. Yeah, exactly. And we went to Gen Con. And it's been almost a full year now, and we still don't have... And guess e- what? They're they are still not on the shelves. Retailer easily per- you know, purchased. I knew they wouldn't be. It's been a year now. I told I told Drew and Hunter on the way here, and I'm going to stick by it, and this will be my audio log of it. If the power batteries end up con exclusives, I'm quitting Heroclix. That would be the final straw for me. Like, flat out. If I wasn't so heavily invested in it at this point, I honestly would be upset enough to do the same thing. Because it, it's just... That's the stupidest thing kids could do. There's too much... Especially if the emotional spectrums besides green are that powerful. If yellow's all enemies are minus so much defense or can't use this certain defense power. Or if red is all your allies uh, get bonuses to attack and damage. Oh, God. Could you imagine if, like... Orange took away a resource. Like, an entire resource. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, all these emotional spectrums and stuff. Like, if they give out red constructs and boosters and they're slightly different. Oh, that's cool. Well, too bad I'm not going to be able to play it to its full extent because I don't have the red lantern battery because fuck WizKids. Right. Yeah, but you guys... Would you rather have them be the booster or would you rather have them be cons? I would rather constructs have them be and power the boosters. Batteries. Any of it. I'd rather have constructs and rings and boosters, and I'd rather have the power batteries given out some other way that's not convention exclusive. <laughs> Good. Well, I want fucking people in hell want ice water. They ain't, you ain't gonna get what you, but what I, you just said right I there. I don't. Something is gonna be con exclusive with this shit. Mark my fucking water. I've been right about every what fucking I think thing. What I think they're gonna some do. Some part of this is gonna be. Is they're gonna have a big War of the Light event in Gen Con, and they're gonna be giving this shit away like candy? But you gotta spend so much money and do so much. It's just gonna be like best case scenario. They're in the booster. Best worst, case. Worst case, they're, they're cons. Power batteries, though, there's no telling. I'm really worried about the power batteries. Like, I'm sincere. They already have enough con shit as it is. And it does, and to lead credence to the very, very depressing Austin quitting hero clicks they've given out as con exclusives, the actual event page does not list anything about the other power batteries. It just says month one Green Lantern power <sighs> batteries given as a participation. They're... B- 
What is their deal? Why can't they just come out? And, and it's not like their cons are kill or hurting for population. Gen Con had lines that wrapped freaking for hours. It was terrible. It took us two hours to get our damn badges at the beginning. I'm not doing it. I mean, like, let's let's be totally. This is just depressing fun. to think about. I'm all excited for this resource. I'm gonna love playing the Red Lantern resource with freaking all the characters. I think. Are you even gonna games. be able to? Is there exactly? This is my question. What is their game? Is there going to be any other colored resources, or are they just fucking... No, they, they said like, there would be. Next would week, be. they're revealing the other Lantern resource. Um, Newsrama, in case you guys haven't been paying attention to these spoilers, which I'm sure Hunter's going to link them. I'm sure Hunter's going to link them. Um, Newsrama have said that on Wednesdays, they're going to be unveiling a new Lantern core and their power battery and ring, with a picture of all the characters from the core they're in War of Light. On Fridays, they'll be spoiling the characters that are shown, or at least a chunk of them. So this week was Green Lanterns, so Wednesday we got the power battery, the ring, and then the cool little picture, which everyone's display case is going to look like at the end of War of Light. Is that, that uh, let me bring it back up, is that a Green Lantern Zillia Zox, or is that a different Zox? Which one? This dude. Um, yeah. Is Green Lantern, trying to remember the whole... Is it Zillius or is it a different I don't know if it's Zillius, I think it's a different guy. Because I have read a whole lot of Green Lantern, and I have never seen this guy. Um, let me look it up on my phone real quick. But anyway, sorry, not to... But uh, next week is Sinestro Core, and we will be doing a Sinestro Core episode, won't we, Hunter? Yes, we will. Yeah! Alright, so, anyway. I expect them... Do you think they're going to give us any information about... Are they going to spoil the... Well, sin- next week, we'll see what they say on the Sinestro. I, I really think... It, my prediction is that they will mention a different... How we're going to get the Sinestro Core power battery. We'll see. Alright, let's go over the characters, the Green Lanterns. These are that awesome. This is an Ellie. Alright, so this will be the month two Ellie? Yeah. I think no, this will be the yeah. month two, because he's 102. I think number 101 is the, uh, is the first one. When building your force... Yeah, because I think the first one's Larflees. When building your force... Yeah. Uh, this is Hal, by the way. Hal... Jordan parentheses Green Lantern, so he'll he'll be called Green Lantern for all intents and purposes if you need to uh, refer to him with a certain other character's power or something. So what you'll notice about a lot of these Green Lanterns is they have a special construct ability. Um, it goes in the same spot that like improved movement or grenades and stuff like that would would go. And this is a new ability. It's called construct. When building your force, you may attach a construct to this character. By paying its point cost, give this character a power action, and replace the construct with any other construct up to two points higher than the original. If the character has no action tokens and the new construct is lower, it's a free action. So the same thing with power battery. Everybody's Old Man Logan these days. (laughs) Except better, because these dials are way better than Old Man Logan's dial. Uh, How's other trait? He can use TK as a free action if he has no action tokens. That's very good. Oh my god, that's nuts. He's 160 points though. Okay. (laughs) And he has no willpower. Here's let me bring this up now. Well, he does get willpower later in the dial from his special power. But a lot of these, actually, almost every single one of these Green Lanterns, I noticed as I was looking at them, not a not a single one had Indom. I wonder I why. Because they're meant to be played with the Green Lantern power battery. Like, it's kind of an introduction. Yeah, but. That, okay. That makes them worse. No, 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 no. That's the first thing popped in my head. But let's go back and look at the, the Green Lantern ring, shall we? Let's go back. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Let's look at the. 
Son of a bitch. Of course it can't be a seamless transition while I'm trying to prove it. <laughs> You're like, I got this fucking sweet idea. I got you right here. So that was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, that oh, was not be- loading. I was like, oh, because they're supposed to be played with the Greenland power battery. And rings. But. So I look at the ring. It says, yeah, yeah. if this character has the Green Lantern uh, keyword, modify all their values except damage plus one. Otherwise. Otherwise, yeah. they get willpower, blah, blah, blah. So the Green Lanterns don't get willpower from the Green Lantern ring. <gasps> well, ain't that the dumb shit. <laughs> uh, as far as what we have here in front of us to look at, they don't get Yeah. So maybe there's going to be a Green Lantern Core ATA they're going to add that you can pay four points for willpower or something like that. That's true. Um, it, it is worth noting, none of these Green Lanterns have the Green Lantern TA. Right. Yeah, that's another... That was going to be my second thing I noticed, is that not a single one of them had the, the TA. So what ability. the hell? So maybe they will be a... Uh, maybe they'll get an ATA, but I we'll see. I hate to interrupt you, but I figured out the Zillia Zox thing. What's His that? name's Gallia Zed, and they're the same species. Okay. Alright, so... TK is a free action with no tokens... Uh, can automatically pay for the construct to put on his points. We don't know what all the constructs are going to be, but you got to think that's really good right there. Um, there's bound to be some really good options for him. He has a running shot, precision strike with eight range, only one bolt, but he has precision strike and then he has RCE on top of that. So, pretty dang good attack capabilities, just no willpower. Has that for the first two clicks, and then for after that, for the rest of his seven click dial, he gets a special damage power that does give him willpower. Gives him willpower. Opposing characters can't use Perplex to modify his values. When a second token is placed on him, roll a d6 on a 3 to 6 heal him of 1 damage. I do want to note something kind of cool about this, and you'll notice it more when we get to the other Green Lanterns, is that they have the willpowers. There's a space there. The willpowers. um, (laughs) But they're all will colon and then something. Mm -hmm. Um, If they're just will, they're just the first part of that. And then the will colon gives them an extra effect afterwards, which is, it's a cool way to set it up. So if they have will, they can use willpower and opposing characters can't perplex their values. I know I was really mean about the whole, you know, resource thing, but I love this figure. He's I do awesome. like, this is probably, and because the one thing I will note about the constructs I do like is it does have that Green Lantern feeling of you use a freaking barrier to block an attack and the next turn you pull out a crossbow and blast some guy. And, but his point cost does leave me wanting. I was going to say, he's a little expensive. But if, one, if, if the, all the constructs are really good, then he may be worth all those and points. And if Drew is right and the craziness of 48 possible constructs is out there... Yeah, exactly. They did, <laughs> I'm thinking... They did, did it say that they had to be green? No, leader? it just said no. construct. Yeah, it just says you, you may attach a construct. All right, so next up we have Green Lantern Recruit. He's only 50 points. I love this figure. Minion of power, too, as well, as a trait. When a friendly character with Green Lantern keyword that's 75 points or more, pretty much every Green Lantern is going to be 75 points or more, is within eight squares, he gets plus one attack. All right, not bad. He has a flight symbol, of course, five range, two bolt, with energy explosion. You don't see two bolt energy explosion on a 50-point figure. So he only has a nine attack, but if you remember that trait, the trait's most likely going to be kicked in, and he's going to have a ten attack. He has and, willpower. And then he he also has a power called will on his damage slot. Oh, but the second part's different for him, sorry. Um, he can use willpower when an opposing character targets him with outwit or perplex, roll a d6 on a 4 to 6, ignore it. Same That's the one you'll see on most of the willpowers. So he has three clicks of energy explosion, two clicks of RCE. Pretty solid for 50 points. Especially considering he's at Endom, energy shield, and two bolt energy explosion, which Nothing is nice. amazing, but pretty solid. He doesn't have um, well, he, no, he, he has, has willpower. willpower. Oh, sorry. 
No, he doesn't. He loses after the he first two. He gets RCE. No, he, he gets, gets normal willpower. He gets normal willpower. Power. Okay, yeah. So he has <laughs> a power that gives oh, him willpower. Oh, okay, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> That's I'm okay. an idiot, Tark. No, it's, no cool. it's hard to It's hard about. to keep, yeah. One it's thing hard to I say do, will and mention well, power. One thing I do like is the uh, the picture of the Green Lantern symbol in the background. I'm hoping they do that for all the cores. The, yeah, that is pretty cool. So the actual cards have a big Green Lantern icon in the back? Yep. We'll know Wednesday when we see the Yellow Lantern stuff. We'll know Friday, next Friday, I guess, when we see the rest of the Yellow Lanterns. Um, another good thing I like about that guy is that it's hard to find filler for Green Lantern teams because yeah. they're all so expensive. So that's good that they gave us a little cheap guy to throw in there, too. Um, next up is Katma 2. She is from the main set. She is an uncommon. And let's see. She has two traits as well. She does not have the construct thing. But she's only 117 points, so she's cheaper than how. She has two traits. First one, when she's adjacent to a friendly character named John Stewart, they can both use support to only, but only to heal each other. So they got the cat, cat one. Judging from there. the dial, her being able to be supported is really good because her top two clicks are. Pretty yeah, she's good. got some nasty top clicks for 117 points. She also has a traded power that's called Will. She can use willpower, so she has better than Endom. She has traded willpower. But... When an opposing character targets her without water perplex, roll a d6. On a four to six, ignore the effect. So she gets. A so she gets a better she gets society. A she that. gets a better society and gets willpower full dial. Pretty nice. Um, first two clicks, as Austin mentioned, are just nasty for 117 points plus having willpower plus no outwit range. She has running shot and psychic blast with an 11 attack. First click, she has 4 damage. Second click, she has 3 damage. And then she has uh, 17 energy shield and then out leadership on the first two clicks. This is a great sealed piece, I think. Hey, Hunter. For this set. You know, they mentioned Jon Stewart. Are we getting a Black Lantern Jon Stewart in this set? I have no idea. No, I don't think I saw Black Aww. Lantern. I, there's, the one where he's all blue. sniper mode and shoots Mogo or whatever. No, that's not Black. That's uh, Indigo, isn't it? it? Oh, yeah, it is. It's Indigo. And I think yeah, we are getting Indigo, Indigo Trier. Yeah. Yeah. Which tells me he's going to be a ranged piece, because if he isn't, that'd be silly. He's if, pretty much always ranged. Yeah, but a, her next to something like that is awesome. I mean, like, they did a great job. Yeah. I like that figure. I, I like this piece. It gets yeah. RC, Mid dial, it has RCE instead. Late dial, it gets Psychic Blast again with a Perplex. And it always has a pretty solid defense, too. And we need to remember, yeah. we also need to look at some of these pieces from a sealed perspective, too. That's what I was just saying. I think she's pretty solid for sealed. Oh, for sealed, definitely, yeah. All right, next up is Ron Vidar. He is a LE... He's a Legion of Number Super Heroes person. Yeah, he has Future, uh, da, 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 Future, GLC, Legion of Superheroes, and Scientist. And a Legion of Superheroes team ability. Now, he is only 80 points. He has, yeah, Legion of Superheroes team ability. He has the Construct power. And he has a trade on top of that once oh, per God. game. <laughs> once per game when he's hit with an attack, you may place him or the attacker in their respective starting area. <laughs> Which There's got to be a shenanigan there. Pretty damn useful right there. <laughs> oh, hell, all, at worst you can teleport him back to a medic. <laughs> he has sidestep for his first three clicks. And or a special, perhaps a power battery that has support. Yep. True, he has a special attack power of shape change and stealth. So top click, he's sidestep, shape change, stealth. And if he's hit, you can teleport and him. And he has an outwit on top of that. And he has a 17 energy shield. Then uh, the rest of his dial, he get, picks up a special defense power. Again, will. willpower. Will, will. And then the special society. We'll just call it to save time for the rest of this podcast. Um, <laughs> I like him for he's, he's only five clicks. But he's off. And he's not super damaging. 
He's just really solid for his points. He's yeah. kind of a little bit of a, like and a manipulator. Once again, it depends on what the constructs are. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, once again, we know there's a crossbow construct. I got it, a feeling that him, he's probably going to be the cheapest one that gets the construct power, and I got a feeling it's going to be pretty damn good. I like how it mentions each person's sector on their card. Yeah, that's, that, pretty, that's pretty, pretty cool. Wait, what? I meant to mention that Real name Randy. Oh, it says their sector? That's awesome. Yeah, I, when we saw how, I meant to say that and I forgot. See, this is the funniest thing about this set. Is one minute we're all nerding uh, out and excited, and the next minute the we're set, super different. The set, I'm very excited for. I'm very aside excited from there being so for many the characters. actual set, but, you know. I'm happy just because we're getting every damn person I could want except a couple. Alright, the main man guy, Gardner. That guy Gardner? That guy Gardner. Hey, it's me, guy Gardner. So, this guy Gardner's pretty damn good at He's got a sidestep ability called How About a Brewski? He does. Yes. What, what I oh like. My God. What I like best about this guy is he's the cheapest guy that we've ever gotten at ninety. Yeah. Po- he has two options: one twenty or ninety. The cheapest guy we've gotten. Oh, yeah, Guy Gardner. Oh, Streets of Gotham guy is so amazing, though. Yeah, this so, one's pretty sweet. He too. has construct as well. He has a trait: I'm not your mule, fuzzy blue elf. During your first turn, he can use carry ability to carry up to eight characters regardless of their combat value. Jesus. Instant sealed. For 90 points. Broken. Instant. Oh, wait. He's not sealed. Damn. This guy was going to be like the one of uh, the, um, the must-have sealed. It is player. worth noting almost all of them that have the construct power are not part of the actual main sets. If you look, they're all at least. Gotcha. We'll try to, we'll keep an eye on that as we're going was over. Was Rand Vidar an Ellie? No. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he's an Ellie, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's an Ellie. So, yeah, so far we don't have one that has Construct that's not an Ellie, so, yeah, good catch. So we'll, Wait, hold on, go back up to we'll Hal keep, Jordan. Keep going. He's an Ellie. Hal, he's an Ellie, though. Oh, he's 102. What? Oh, that's the Hal from the scenario pack. Oh. That's why he's a white 102. Okay, so the actual... Are Rand- you sure? White 102. Okay, yeah. I was just... Uh, Saying, are you sure? Because um, Split Lip and them aren't the num- the same number like that. But Split Lip and them are number three hundred something. That's what I was Scotty saying. Scotty Capper number two hundred. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hold on. That's I weird. I don't know. Let me go to the actual hero click. All right, I'll continue. While we're done. Guy Gardner, number one of four. He's an LE. Has that amazing freaking uh, for Green Lantern teams? That's amazing because everybody has a uh, fly. Um, and since no Green Lantern TA on all of them, yeah, uh, he can. Yeah, but Green Lantern TA, yeah, it doesn't could, really help him anyway. It, it couldn't help you if you d- had flight already. And you can um, characters. A special movement power of charge. Give him a move action. If he moves, if he ends his move adjacent to an opposing character, the move action counts as a free action instead. And he uses Battle Fury. Until that character is knocked out. That's and, so funny. Okay, so the, the other night I mentioned that there's a couple rules things that could show up in some of these where it's wording I haven't heard before. And that's one of them, is the move action counts as a free action instead. We haven't seen them say this action counts as a free action instead yet. Which, I like that wording, it's a lot cleaner than the old way they used to do some of it. Where it used to be instead they'd have you just remove an action token after the move action or something crazy like that. Or like, if he ends his movement next to an opposing character... Yeah, but it's removing a, the action token. So if you game. want to get frisky with this dude, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Because he is a cute man. He's, he's he can move the hole, boy. He he doesn't ignore characters on movement, but he could move up nine, base somebody to get that whole move for free, and then charge, take a risk on breakaway, and go five more. So he could basically, if you wanted him to, with a little risk, he could have a fourteen square charge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you want, you can carry eight people. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Are you talking about? Run that scenario by me again. All right. If he he can move his full nine movement, 
stopped next to, to somebody, and that action was completely free. He doesn't have to attack after that. that oh, yeah, just, yeah, I see what you're saying. And now. then he can break, he can roll breakaway and charge somebody five more squares. So he can effectively, if you want to risk it, he can have a 14-square charge. Or you can just, you know, fly seven next to somebody. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Kid. While carrying freaking eight people to surround If somebody's him. stupid enough to bring somebody seven within your on starting first area. Because <laughs> he can only do it on that's starting true. area. <laughs> on first turn. It's just funny. Um, precision strike on top dial, regardless of what point value you play him. Invincible if you pay the 120 points. And a special damage power, again, will. Um, gives him willpower and gives him special society. Um, although... A, yeah, it doesn't have top click on Yeah, Drew, Drew brought up a good point. At 90 points, he does not have willpower top click. So I think... And those two clicks have an invincible. I think it's worth the thirty. Invincible points. and willpower, both. Yeah. I think you take the the hundred twenty point option on Sky. But if you want to play a guy Gardner, um, because uh, on your JLI teams you do need a good damage disher like that. I mm-hmm. think I think he's a good. It's nice to have a ninety point guy. To update what we were talking about earlier, the scenario pack, the first one, is Hal Jordan Green Lantern, and it's Sinestro Core Sinestro. It comes with the Shield Construct 3D object and the Green Lantern Ring. So the Green Lantern Ring won't be in boosters. Oh, it's not no. even given us participation. Oh, So no. you have to buy the scenario pack just to even be able to play it. Oh, no. Well, I'm glad you told me that because I'm going to tell James to order a metric shit ton of that. It's going to be hard to decide how to... And then month one we get the Crossbow Construct. Oh, See, God. now I don't know how many to tell James to order because then we're going to get stuck with a bunch of... Okay, uh, sorry, that's... Larflees is the LE for month one. You get a Ronde Vidar just for playing month one. Oh, okay. participation. Month two, you get a Guy Gardner just for playing. Oh, Guy Gardner. And a decoy construct. Oh, and Guy Gardner. the prize. Gotta get a Guy Gardner. Month three is a catapult construct and John Stewart with St. Walker for the prize. Oh, ski ski. Month four is Jennifer Lynn Hayden Green Lantern, which I think we're... Uh, no, never mind. That's Jade. Yeah, that's her. Jennifer Lynn is Jade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer um, Lynn Jade. And then uh, Atrocitus is the Ellie with Scissors 3D object. Um, Nurse is the 3D object We're for month scissoring. five. With Kyle Rayner oh, as the participation. With uh, Indigo 1 as the Ellie. And then month six is uh, Star Sapphire for the prize. Simon Baz for the participation. Boxing Globe for the construct. And then Necron. Star Sapphire get to make love Necron, to me. Necron does come with the Black Lantern power battery. That's worth noting here. And to give credence towards your suggestion here that there's switch clicks... The Black Lantern power battery on his dial does look like just the top of one that you could pull off and put on. I don't want to say I'm always right, but... Then they, and they said it was going to be... Uh, I think you were right. Okay. Alright, so next up is Jade. Jade is also an LE, as Austin just mentioned. She has Construct power, as Austin mentioned she earlier. She has Outsider's team ability. She does have the Outsiders. That's what makes her special oh, compared damn, to the rest of these. Oh, damn, didn't even notice that when I was looking at She it. also has Movement Attack symbol, which none of the other ones have had. And she has Improved Targeting, which none of the other ones have had. She ignores uh, Hindering. She also has a trait, My Family Legacy. When she targets a character in Hindering with an attack... She gets an additional plus one attack, and the target can't use stealth this turn. So, so once your, she pops somebody... Right. The other guys can go in. Oh, that's nice. Um, other than that, pretty normal dial. She also gets willpower with special society. Um, Worth noting, her trait would matter for energy explosion, because energy tr- explosion now targets characters in an area of effect, including all the adjacent characters, doesn't it? When do you... Okay. What? Her trait where she gets plus one and the target can't use stealth, or when she targets a character in hindering terrain with an attack. She has energy explosion. No, you don't target the splashers. 
But I thought that untargeted characters were the ones that could leave. Oh, okay, never mind. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So never it mind. It won't matter. Um, running shot, top dial. 151, though, is, is a high price tag, but she she brings a lot to the table. And it's going to depend. Um, well, she's an LE, not. Never mind. That doesn't Yeah, she's LE. Running shot, energy explosion, only one bolt, and then running Actually, shot. Actually, she's a participation price. Yeah. Running shot, end cap for three clicks. Uh, picks Loses willpower, half dial, and then picks up her plex instead. Late dial pulse wave, but she loses moving attack when she has. But a outsiders that ignore decent, stealth hunter, decent, decent figure. Outsiders overall. that ignore stealth hunter. Uh, Green Lantern Corps, Justice League, Justice Society, and Outsiders. So good then, keywords on her. And then the man, I'm I actually really like Hanu in the comics. I'm happy we're getting all the Lost Lanterns. Actually, Hanu is Our a first rare, rare. Yes. Yeah, so he actually is in the set. And um, if you know anything about Hanu, he doesn't use a ring, um, or at least not very often. And him and the Lost Lanterns, period, like, kind of don't believe in... They believe in conserving the power of the Green Lanterns and not using the rings they have to, especially Hanu. He basically never uses... He just uses his fist to fuck people up. Hanu is 160 points. He is uh, eight clicks long, so one of the longer dials we've seen so far, which suits him. Once per game, you can give him a free action is a trait. Give him a free action, and he now has a range of six for the rest of the game, and he gets plus one attack. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ring you? is a crutch. So it's kind of like you could prove that you don't need <laughs> that you don't need I just love that. That's actually. kind of really flavorful, and I really do like that. Um, God damn it, WizKids. Why do you got to do this to us? So he has his, his special willpower is in the attack slot instead of the damage slot. Um, he has willpower, and his is a little different. He can use willpower when no friendly character is within three squares, except for Lost Lanterns, he can use Outwit. Ooh. And that's because, again, Lost Lanterns, they work by themselves. They don't really work with most of the Green Lantern Corps, or at least they don't like them. And so if you're off by yourself, you get Outwit, and you have willpower. So I like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. pretty good piece. He has He's really flavorful. He has always has either charge or sidestep. And he has charge exploit on a pretty good little chunk of his dial there. And he starts the top dial impervious, too. And then sidestep CE for a click down there. And then this late dial, he gets charge quake CC. I, I like him. This is a guy I would want in my rare slot, which is a key thing because I'm only getting two of these boosters a month. I, I like him. Well, four. I think he's a little expensive for sealed, maybe. Um, if you're going to go ahead and throw the crutch out the window because you're some sort of coward... He's a lot better, of course, but I mean, I don't know. I like him. I don't know if he's 160 points worth. <laughs> 12 attacks is nice, though. Oh, 12, uh, attack, 12 attack exploit 4. That's second click. To be honest, uh, I'm playing a game, so I'd probably use the free action to get a plus one attack. Yeah, that's there. true. We're playing in a tournament, so I'm kind of throwing honor out the window here. If it's a fun game. I'd Unless my opponent's true. also playing Hanu, and then we're both going to agree to not do it. <laughs> Yeah, I have good experience with uh, gentlemen's agreements in here, Clicks. <laughs> this is true. If you get that reference, <laughs> consider yourself a dedicated, long-time listener of the podcast. The Dial H. And now, Swaggy and all these people who don't remember it are going to go all the way back to the beginning and listen back there till they you are I'll not- give you a hint. The Jim Con recap episode. If is- you get that reference, you're an OG. That's all we'll say. Alright, that sums up uh, our main topic. We will talk about what we played just for today because today we uh, did best build and uh, we played you guys as teams. Our finalists played you guys as teams. You guys's finalist names were they were all from 
Was it two from Gmail and one from Realms? I can't remember. I, don't I think it was two from Gmail and one from Realms. The finalists are Applejack's X Force One, who we've picked his stuff before, I think, and Blue Steel. Um, I played Blue Steel's team, which was uh, Cap and Bucky duo, Cerise, Killian at thirty-five, Major Glenn Talbot, and Domino from GSX. It was a soldier theme, and it was very well built. And I'll get into that in a minute. So he did a great job. Uh, so that was Blue Steel's team that I played. Austin had. Applejack's team. It was uh, the Black Widow. Oh, and Power Plane on mine, sorry. I had the uh, Black Widow Cap duo. Um, well, we had to make some modifications because we didn't end up having the pieces we needed. But the team I ended up playing. We swapped out one piece. Yeah, the Agent 13. We swapped and in. And the Horde tokens, which we didn't we end up having. We swapped in. Yeah, that wasn't my fault because. The no store around here got the mini game, so I couldn't get them. <laughs> I don't blame them. There's still like four Iron Man three mini games sitting on yeah. like every shelf in town. Um, ended up the final team I ended up playing was actually full power plant instead of nine rings. It was two. Uh, oh, what's his name? Sitwell. Sitwell. Who's really good? Yeah, Sitwell's really good. Um, and then Nick Fury and the Cap uh, Black Widow duo. And, yeah, as you said, power plan as well. And then Drew ran um, X-Force 1's team, who I think he won last... I think I won with his team last month, so he could he had a chance to go back-to-back here. He didn't, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> um, what was his team, Drew? Uh, Cat Black Widow, uh, Winter Soldier 008, which is the main reason I picked the team, because I really wanted to play that beast. Um... Who else? Uh, Agent 13, who is really good. I love that piece. Uh, if you're going to play Winter Soldier, play Agent 13, because I'll get into it later. But Oh, uh, sit well, too, on your team as no, well. No, no. A scroll Infiltrator and a Shield Agent. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Austin had the two sit wells you had. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which I do like that scroll Infiltrator for his points. He's yeah. pretty solid. And I've, Phoenix Force. I've played him before in the past. So already. Drew had a uh, spy theme team, and he had Phoenix Force. So, so we had a... Drew had Spy, Austin had Shield, I had Soldier. Um, like I said, my team, the guy, it was very it well was built. was very... Because he told, he gave me, um, which I meant to email you, forward you guys the details, the details the I forgot. He didn't give me ring advice, he just said, I built it like this because it's pretty simple. They get, you know, the duo for the top two clicks... You guys don't know the the Cat Bucky duo from Target. They're really ex- top defense from Rome. They're very expensive. They're 175 points, but if you look at their damage power, they can use leadership. Friendly characters within eight that share a keyword with them can use willpower. And like I said, it's a soldier theme. So and that includes their self. It doesn't say other friendlies. So they do in fact have willpower. Top two clicks. So. They have willpower, and then he just put a bunch of good soldier pieces that all need willpower to be yeah. better. So he basically did what I did with Sergeant Rock. Actually, it's almost the same team now. Think about it. <laughs> that I did with Sergeant Rock. Yeah, it was like the best soldier pieces there are. <laughs> that I did with Sergeant Rock, except he did it with Cap and Bucky on a bigger point game. Um, and it turned out really good. because it, Also because of the power planks. Power planks are so good. Um they have traded energy shields, super senses, toughness. I can't explain how amazing that is. But the key thing that I kept catching Pete in, in all three of my games, the key thing that people didn't realize or pay attention to is that I have improved targeting, ignore hindering, and ignore characters. I kept missing the I missed the ignore characters, but I'll get to that. Because a second opponent had 
the duo as well and plopped him in stealth and was like, I think he was probably thinking, haha, I have traded stealth. He probably doesn't even realize I've traded stealth. He'll come after me because he let me set all my enhance ball up and get ready. He'd never said a single word. And then as soon as I said, I'm going to target, he's like, nope, you're not. He has stealth. I'm like, oh, I know. Look at my card. See, it kind of threw me for loop too because I'm so used to them putting Avengers Initiative on any of these characters that I wasn't expecting ignore stealth as an ability. But thematically, they wouldn't have it. Right, because so they're... It threw me, yeah, because it's Bucky, Bucky and Cap from the olden days. Um, yeah, so that came in key. And also ignoring characters came in key. So what I would do is, if it if it was a straight line of fire without any elevated, like me and Austin's game was, I would plop one of my support pieces in front of them so that I could prob me, but they can't prob me back because they have no line of fire. That was kind of annoying, I'm not going to lie. Um... Yeah, this it was a fun piece, man. I almost wish I would have got. They never got hit. I almost wish they would have gotten hit because I wanted to. I wanted to play the side because they first have a world clicks player problem. Yeah, they have a cool dial. Their their first two clicks are like that. They also have a special duo where they can use duo when they use psychic blast instead of one of their attacks. So you can use it on the first one, get the full penetrating damage through. I was throwing electro blast on them, burn a ring. Now they're hitting for five pin, and then they're hitting for four after that. The freaking power plant is so good on duos. It's a, and I'm sure you guys are yeah, awesome. When I get to my team, I'll definitely. Um, they also have running shot, so if you need the running shot, then they have that as well. I was TKing them around just so I could do that duo and just blast the freaking shit out of something for nine damage. It was just nuts. But they have a cool dial because mid dial they get sidestep, precision strike, willpower, outwit, and then last two clicks they get charge blades, exploit. So I was I was wanting to, you know play him so i really like this style it's expensive oh yeah for seven but clicks but this fun. was a 400 point game i feel like the higher you go up they get exponentially better because of the damage ability giving everybody uh leadership i think their traded defense ability also definitely helps that i mean where they have sh- super senses shield, energy shield and toughness their entire dial yeah i was keeping them in hindering in every game they were always a 21 with super senses Oh, I just noticed that the clicks that they don't have their inspiring presence thing, they have normal willpower. The three of them, they're in the middle. The ones in the middle. Yeah, and, and then, then they last, the last two. Right. I really like them. Great piece. Um, the other pieces on my team, Killian's good. Everybody knows that. I was actually using Killian mostly for TK today, and then I was using Talbot to enhance and everything. Have Cerise having willpower and Domino having willpower was so good, especially Cerise. Cause yeah, Cerise, I, I talked about Cerise with Gauntlet before and how good that was. I, I played Cerise a couple weeks ago with Null's Hammer, and she's... God, if you can give that bitch willpower, she's so good. She's Some already... Sort of Green Lantern power battery. She's already min-maxed to the max anyways. If you can give her willpower from something, she's just so damn good. And um, Domino, as well, is a dedicated prob. And as you guys know, now that they took away your generic themes, you have to have a dedicated prob on your team. You can't just have... I could. I didn't have prob roles from theme team, unfortunately. So I'm glad he put Domino on there, because now, nowadays, you need a dedicated prob piece. Hunter, there's a wambulance parked outside your apartment there's for me, because truck. I'm going to cry about the game we had. What's going there's on? There's a fire truck, too. Because there's three hot guys in here, and they got to put us out. <laughs> Did you guys notice it's hot in here? It's <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah. like, legitimately hot. It has like been, it has be been fi- pretty cooking in here. Like, there might be a fire. I'm something. expecting the whole ceiling beam to collapse on fire here in a minute. Anyway. So, I played the duo today, um, the Black Widow, Captain America one, um, and it basically it was kind of a tentpole team. That Nick Fury's really good, 
Um, I don't know if I'd go as far to call him as a solid secondary attacker. Like, he's a good dial. I think he is a solid secondary attacker. I disagree. Running shots, a freaking precision strike with 3 damage and 11 attack. Okay, true, never mind. Forgot down dial, he picks up pin side, too. Um, I played, uh, I played the duo, and power plant with that duo particularly is ridiculous. Um, the duo has a has a damage power where their second shot does not take a damage penalty. Oh yeah. They have precision strike and then they have and then of course I'm playing a team with three extra shield pieces. So I kind of played a team that was very uh, um it was very reliant on what my opponents didn't know. Yeah. So I tried to play off the fact that my opponents probably didn't notice I had Avengers initiative. They didn't really think about the fact that my range isn't six, it's nine. You know what's funny? Like, no one knew that... I don't think anyone knew what Avengers Initiative... I I know, that was kind of weird. Like, we played today, and, like, the number of people who hadn't seen Avengers Initiative was kind of throwing me for a loop there. I know, it was ridiculous, and I was like... Um... <laughs> my first my first match was kind of funny because I had set myself up in stealth with a little shield ball. Yeah. And my opponent set himself eight squares out thinking you've only got six range and he hadn't really thought about what shield did. Sidestep over, I now have three characters that's shielding. Another me. one that's really puzzling is shield. I know. No one knew what it did. I got yeah, I got questioned twice today on Shield and Avengers Initiative. Um uh, the two probably arguably like one of the two of the best. Two of the best Marvel ones, for sure. They are the two best Marvel ones, honestly. So, I would sidestep over, pick up... I would set myself up where it looks like I can't make a good shot from where I'm positioned. So my opponents don't really think that... They kind of get the feeling they're safe. Kind of like what Hunter's Game indirectly did to me, too. Um, I set myself where they think they're kind of safe. And then all of a sudden, Sitwell gives adjacent character sidestep. The duo already has sidestep. And then all of a sudden, I'd shift everything, roll Nick Fury's leadership... And pop off two shots for six damage with no penalty on the second shot. And uh, first game, I killed an Xavier from nine squares out. Um, <laughs> turn one, right off the bat. And then the second square, I just cleaned up. Like Or second turn, I just cleaned up. It was ridiculous. Um, second game, um, it ki- I was playing against two of those Winter Soldiers that teleport between the nests. Which was highly obnoxious. But he was also running the duo with me. Don't let him out. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> for those not for those listeners out there, I named my cat Grayson when Ashley first got him because because I tricked her into thinking that it was an actual good name for a cat. Yeah. We we call him yeah. Dick. Um no. Yeah, what's up? Oh, it's not a fire. Okay. Um, it's the cop cars with your first it's like Okay, gotcha. Um anyway. My uh, my second game was against two of the. St- Sorry about the interruption, of the technical difficulties. Apparently, here. There's, there's, a there's, murder an emer- there's an emergency going on outside. Apparently, there's a murder happening. The murder of my team round three against Hunter. Um, oh my god! So, I'll, both my games, like I kind of took my opponent by surprise by sliding into positions they weren't expecting. Um, a lot of sidestepping next to Nick Fury to leadership and stuff like that was really good. Or sidestepping Nick Fury over to leadership and stuff like that was really good. Um, my opponent was also my second opponent was also running the Cap Black Widow duo, and my goal was to kill this thing so I could focus on those annoying as hell Winter Soldiers, because he had two of them teleporting around the map. He had picked off my Sitwells with them both really quick, 
And so I only had Nick Fury and the duo. So, um, what I did when I attacked his duo was gave them White Light. Because White Light says when they hit an opponent with an attack, that opponent gets negative two attack and negative one damage. They have to hit the opponent first, which is important. But they have duo attacks, so they technically hit the opponent twice. So they're negative four, negative two. And then they have Precision Strike, so I'm always going to hit for at least one damage. And that gets through Super Senses and uh, Mastermind and stuff like that. So I blasted his duo. I basically crippled them. I only hit them once out of the two times, but they landed on a click that only had two damage and, like, a ten attack. So effectively they're an 8-1 trying to hit me, which made it basically worthless for them to even try because they didn't have Precision Strike on that click. Um, and then after they did that, I, I tried to clean up the Sniper's Nest by... <laughs> the, he actually scooped because what I started doing was... I gave them Matter Rearranger Ring, and every turn I would sidestep and turn the square under me into hindering because the snipers couldn't shoot me. And I would just sidestep over to each nest, and then they'd roll to destroy it, and then I'd slowly sidestep to the next one and keep gathering rings every turn. So he scooped, because he's like, this is going to take four hours. Then my game against Hunter, I made the fatal mistake of forgetting there's a TK ring on the power battery. Or that Hunter could even attack me at the range he could, even without TK. Um, I set myself up in a nice little ball. Um, I thought he couldn't see through stealth, because he didn't have Avengers Initiative. I should have looked at the card. Um, he set everything up in an enhanced ball, came out, one shot, or er, duo attack, killed my duo, and I scooped. Uh, <laughs> before I forget... Talk about Dick Grayson because I've been wanting to bring him up on the podcast. So if you ever want to be those of you out there with uh, with significant others um, who want to try this trick, next time your significant other wants to name your pet, think of a name that's secretly comic based that they're not going to get the reference to. Because with Ashley, I named him Grayson. I, he's a gray cat. And I said, oh, we should call him Grayson, because that's a cute name, and he's gray and everything. And secretly, I'm like, ah, bitch, you just named your cat Nightwing for me. And so she's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's name him Grayson. And, I'm, and then the next night, I'm like, you know, Nightwing's real name is Dick Grayson, right? She's like, you suck. It's like, well, you know. And so every time we're Too late over, now. We've already been calling him Grayson. Every time we're over, we have to make all the obligatory dick jokes. And it's like, hey, Dick, yeah. I missed you. But it turned out to be very fitting because he's basically Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde cat. Because <laughs> he is a dick. <laughs> I, bring him up, I bring him up today because he recently destroyed $200 worth of chases and knocked down almost every chase that's ever been made. I had on a shelf... Up on that's a good that's eight, seven eight that's, foot off that's the ground. a good seven foot uh, off the ground che- uh, shelf with nowhere near it that he could have jumped off of. I don't know how this cat should be a fucking professional Olympic high jumper. Maybe some sort of acrobat. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> he is one flying dick. I can tell you that much. Um, he somehow knocked down every single chase I own, but miraculously only like six of them broke. And but uh, they, it, it, it makes me laugh because like looking at that shelf from the ground, there's no way he thought that there's room up there for him. He knew he'd be knocking shit off if he jumped up there. Like that shelf was packed with chases. So yeah, so when he's bad, I call him Dick, and whenever he's good, I call him Grayson. But uh, I just say, hey, Dick, I'm happy to see you every time I see him. Yeah. Because all the laughs that ensue. So anyway, it's mostly you trying. Drew, to- how'd your team do? It went well. I'm sorry I let 
what's his name down with his team this week. I listen. I would have done. I was. This was the worst week. Uh, I didn't. Let's talk about GP. Because you guys didn't go. Because you're yeah. So we didn't make it Wednesday. Austin and I, but Drew did go. Make it quote unquote. And it was a. Uh, it was a sealed. It was a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sealed slash sealed constructed hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah. yeah. Hybrid format. Four hundred. Uh, uh, slosh constructed from the main set only, right? Two, you couldn't use gravity feed or LEs. Uh, I don't think so. Yes. So four hundred from the main set, and then two hundred from one slosh booster. I did really well. Uh, my team was um, Validus, um, Big Barter, and Mister Miracle. Big Barter. Big Barter. Oh, what was the duo? I'll get it. Uh, I didn't want they, to hear. They got smoked every time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. Uh, Big Bird, Mr. Miracle, Tachyon, who I pulled in my pack. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you pulled a Tachyon. Yeah. Very nice. I pulled a Tachyon. I didn't play on playing Tachyon, because I already played Tachyon. And, um, <laughs> the last one was, a uh, what's your name? Uh, Triplicate Girl. <laughs> so did you... Because I couldn't fit anything else on the team. Did you merge... Oh, wait, you couldn't have merged the Big Barda no, duo because Big Barda wasn't in any of the sets. That were wow, it's Slosh Constructed. What do yeah. you know? I didn't think about that. Because I was going to say, the duo is so much better if you can merge into it because you have to pick one of the traits to keep. Yeah. But they're not bad. They just... Everyone went after them first while Validus sit in the back and just was like... <laughs> pulls away. The only game I lost was against a rich. I can actually picture the Validus making that sound. Is what's funny. Uh, <laughs> we need to go through and find. There's probably like a panel somewhere of Validus <laughs> pulse wave. Yeah, Validus from the from Batman Beyond. He's oh, from. Uh, uh, he may be in no, some Valdis comics. No, in the comics. He may be in some stuff. But now. Uh, I know him from Batman Beyond. Yeah, he was in uh, old slush stuff. Validus is really good. <laughs> um... He's oh yeah he was in Great Darkness Saga that I just read I'm an idiot. Well <laughs> I did okay, I, that's the one that I said was god awful so I didn't actually pay half attention to the last it's second okay, half. Okay Hunter we'll anyway just put you in meds and put you Sorry. to sleep yeah yeah see Justice League Unlimited show <laughs> Jesus Christ all right uh, what was I saying now that I was so you had some little. you had some big heavy hitters you had Validus Tachyon and Tachyon and, and the duo. So, and then a triplicate girl just for shits and gigs. My, yeah, my my duo was the uh, triplicate girl. Actually, killed someone. I can't remember who it was, but she killed someone. That's it was embarrassing. It's pretty great. It is embarrassing considering she never goes over a two damage. Whoever you are, listener of the podcast, who I'm sure Drew played against, you should be embarrassed. For a GP event, it was really small, for so shit. I ended up going two and one, and uh, I got uh, there wasn't anything really good to get. But Valdis is a beast. He is a... Yeah, I can't wait to try him, man. He's nuts, dude. Uh, uh, my, my suggestion is play him at top dial, because he's kind of better. I mean, he's not terribly better. I played him at lower dial, so I could play uh, Tachyon and fit some stuff into my team. I'm waiting for a chance to play that bad boy with Molnan. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. He's a... Uh, he's, oh my god, that Pulse Wave honor is just so nuts. The one thing about Validus, though, and having played against him I think twice now. You can outwit him and shit blast him really good, and it's 250 points pretty easy for that. But um, yeah, Rich cleaned house this week. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. That was pretty he's awesome. Play, he's playing Validus and a uh, bunch of other Mystics pieces. So, yeah, that was you pretty know, sweet. Your too. typical shenanigans. Um, Wednesday night at shenanigans. 
As for today, I went one and two. Uh, mostly because I forgot my Phoenix Force both times, and I was really, 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 really pissed off about it. And there's video evidence of this this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'd rather there not be. Hunter, you better put that on YouTube because... I'll make it the featured match. Drew was pretty pissed. I'm sitting behind him listening to him the whole time. After you listen, you don't have to be a dick about it. I'm but not. Yes, you get your was, fucking hand off it me. It's funny. You're kind of pissing me off, but please don't swing on me, Drew. He's really mad off. I can tell. Really? Do you want? Do you want me to rub your back, Drew? Get some of that tension out. Really, 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 really. really I'm only mad because I'm embarrassed about it. Why? Because I was a dick and I feel bad. Oh, God. Never, and you, you gotta, feel and of course, to me. <laughs> I know because you're easy, and you're my friend. I'm not a friend of the person I was being a dick to. <laughs> All right, so fucking. So who does it? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so our winner was my guy, which was um, X damn it. One. No, it wasn't X Force One. Drew had X Force One. You had Apple Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why he had <laughs> that's why he had a brownless breakfast. He had applejack. Um, fuck, what's his name? <laughs> and I freaking we are the worst. I don't have. I'll have to look. I'll have to open my email back up and find your name. But I'll send you an email. You're Jesus. a waiter guy whose name we can't remember. Might as well be Satan because it's hotter than fucking hell in here. It's it is hot. But at least the apartment building is not on fire like we <laughs> hey, originally. The emergency services are gone. So. Hypothesized. That was one quick murder cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Blue Steel. That was his name. What, from off of... Uh, Blue Steel? Yeah, Blue, what's the name... What's the name where Ben Stiller's the model and his look is called Zoolander? Blue Steel? Yeah, Zoolander. The, the look he does is called yeah, Blue Steel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what... At least I think that's what this guy's going for. Um, that's what we hope you're going for. So otherwise, if not, that's not you're not you're getting any for. fucking poker chips. Um, yeah, so I'll contact you. Find out what poker chips you want. Um, so that's it for best build. Dow design contest for April is in its second week. First week, the best winner or the best score and our feature Dow this week was uh, Doctor Doom PhD's Dead Man. Dark Doom PhD has been doing the. He hasn't been there since the beginning, but he's been here for four or five months now. Seems like, and he received a thirty, which is only the second, right? Second thirty. We. I don't know. There was a big debate about it. I don't know. I went back and looked. Um, The the Nemesis Duo only got twenty nine because it got a nine from you. They got a nine from me. I was mad at you. Um, So this is only the second perfect score we've ever given out in six months of doing this now. A little bit longer. Maybe seven. Um, This may be the seventh. What have we been doing? Well, we've been doing the podcast for forty weeks. Doing the yeah, but we didn't do dial design the first month. It may be like the eighth one. We've I don't know. I have to look. But anyways, regardless, you lose count when you've done this. Damn I know. I think I think our first one was August. Yeah, it was August. We're gonna have to so do this something. is number eight. So yeah, this is we're gonna eight. have to do something big for our uh, one year. Yeah. Well, we got a long time before that happens. Big clicks so, of Drew Hunter and Austin. So the um, the assignment this month, if you guys remember, is you're going to do a fast forces, um, and you're going to do one dial for each week, and uh, so you only have to show three of your dials, but they all have to share a keyword. And uh, he's doing Justice League Dark, and he's do he did Dead Man for his first submission, and this Dead Man is only four clicks long, 
and it's 125 points, which sounds like totally insane, but it's really, really awesome, and it works really well, and it's balanced. Um, you get a lot in those four clicks. Yep. Um, he has improved movement, ignores hindering, elevated blocking character, so he moves every, Im- ignores everything on movement, uh, which is how Dead Man should be, of course. Mm-hmm. He has a trait called Intangible. He can't be carried or placed by TK, and he cannot deal damage. So even though he has Perplex on his top dial, you can't pump his de- damage up and then hit somebody. When Dead Man is on the map, and he has zero action tokens... Opposing characters cannot deal damage to him unless he's the last character on the map. So there is a risk in playing him because if you move him up and at a time or position where your opponent can get to him, he can pretty, I don't want to say pretty easily be one shot because he has super senses, but um, he can, I guess these days 19 isn't as, doesn't go as far as it used to. Yeah. You know what I would do with him? I'd give him the freaking end cap ring. Just because it just says he can't deal damage. Yeah, but that's a waste of 125 True. points. Because um, you want him for his other effects. You want him for his other stuff that he gave him. So, so yeah, the trait means he saves some of the time, but if you're stupid with him, he, you're just lost 125 points. You're going to get smoked. Um, he has mind control full dial, super senses most of it, and then perplex for the first half, prop for the second half, and then his special attack power, which is the key to his dial. It's called Possessed. When Dead Man is given a move action, he may make a close combat attack against a single opposing character 200 points or less that he moved through. So this is similar to Gravity Feed Shadow Cat and to Phantom Girl. After a successful attack, remove him from the game and place him on the hit character's card. That character is friendly to your force until Dead Man is removed from the card. So it's a per- it's a quasi permanent mind control. At the beginning of your turn, you can choose to remove him from the possessed character's card. If you when you do, you give him an action token and you place him back on the map within two squares of the character. Now that's risky because again, then he can be attacked. He can be attacked because he doesn't have he now has an action token. The other part is if he's on a character's card and that character takes damage, you have to remove him from the card. And you deal him one unavoidable and then place him within two. So it's gonna be he's gonna be harder to use than you would think. Because you don't really want to take control of the opponent while they're bunched up with a bunch of their other oh, yeah. pieces. Because then you're gonna be stuck not you know, risking breakaway and all that stuff. So you have to be smart with this guy. But if you play him right and finesse you have a permanent mind control on a 200 points or less character. Mm-hmm. The other thing to take into account is with a 9 movement, you kind of want to swing at a character and get back behind cover somewhere. Well, Because it, you're going to have an action token after that. No, when you hit, you're moving from the game, so it's not But if matter. you don't hit... Oh, I see, if you miss. Yeah, if you miss, then, you. You're, then you have to risk being hit afterwards. Yeah, that's true. I see what you're saying. So with the perplex, though, he could go up to a 12... Or 20 defense. Uh, 12 attack or 20 defense, whatever he needs at the time. So, I really liked this. I thought it was very creative. Very flavorful. But it, yeah, it's very um, it's very accurate because he's a... It gives. Yeah. There's tons of times he puts powers and such in here that makes it say, Hey, this dude is a ghost and he plays exactly like a ghost. And then the the mind control thing is very creative, and uh, he got a perfect score. I would not be surprised if... Uh, WizKids makes a dead Yeah, if they uh, steal this <laughs> one. All of a sudden, next week, WizKids announced new 52 
freaking uh, CTD, and it's going to have a dead man as the first spoiler. So, congrats to you. You got a perfect 30, which uh, not very many people can say. Because Austin... And you're off to a great... No, I was the one who gave a 9. I know. I'm just we had one of the Aries uh, we gave a 30 a long time ago, the DC Aries. Uh, it wasn't a long time ago. It was a couple months. Because it was the deity keyword. I want to say it was December. That's probable. But that was... Just four months ago. Damn, that was four months ago, wasn't it? Time it's flies. April, sir. Oh, my God. It's my birthday. When you do time. a podcast... Yeah. Happy birthday to Hunter's Hunter's man. birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 47. We got him some male strippers, you know? The usual. All the things he likes. We did get a free uh, dessert pizza today at Chicago's for it being my birthday. Shout out to... Uh, Melissa for that Shout one. out to Melissa and Philbo, if you're listening. Um, yeah, so, nice job. Uh, you're off to a great start this month, and uh, if you can stay strong, you have a good chance of winning this month. Uh, as far as other community things, uh, the question this week was, now that we know which cons we have that we're going to be able to get, um, which one are you most excited to get? Austin said Whiplash. I already Woo! see him on there. I'm the first one who answered. <laughs> um, a surprisingly high amount of people said Zombie Galactus. I knew that would be a pretty inner. popular one. Really? I didn't. Well, Marvel Zombies... Okay, Marvel Zombies... Oh, yeah, that's true. Marvel, Marvel Zombies, Zombies was really popular. Like, a lot of kids I know that don't read comics read Marvel Zombies, and that was pretty much all they read. Like, when I went to high school and that first came out... Which is weird to me. I know, that's what I thought, too. What did Marvel do, promotion-wise, to make people even know that that existed? I don't know. Like, I went to school with a bunch of people who, like, barely ever read comics, but they knew the characters, and for some reason they just jumped all over Marvel Zombies. Well, anyway. Oh, well. Yeah, that was the most common answer, and that's the one I'm least excited for, Did anyone for, else say Whiplash? No. All by myself. <laughs> uh, I, so. I wouldn't be upset if I got Whiplash, though. Boom, Chris Stockholm. Stockhouse? Stockhouse. Chris Stock Brickhouse. Congratulations, Drew, Austin. Drewster, who do you want the most? Resurrection Man. I didn't see anybody to say that, did I they? I thought there was somewhere there. No, I don't think so. No, I see an impossible man, but I don't oh. see... Uh, mine's Jonah. Yeah, Jonah too. He's... Um, a cu- one or two people said Jonah. Um, if you're not excited that we're getting a Jonah... You can just go just back to Mexico like this or Zombie Galactus and the different color lanterns. That's right, we kids. I'm on D. That's right. Philip knows what's up because... Uh, He's a. Why do you want me to quit Hero Clicks, Hunter? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Why do you want me to click here? I'm still going to be on the podcast. Uh, 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 I'd go ahead and fill out your applications now. Yeah, you me. guys go ahead, fill out your applications, and be on the show. We we'll vet arrange... them. We'll vet them on air. <laughs> we can arrange some kind of uh, a voice call in. I want to. I want to pick on my uh, on my replacement. <laughs> So, no, you're on. You're out. You're out. You're out. Yeah, I'm out. They haven't announced them as cotton exclusives. We know it's coming, buddy. It's coming, buddy. All right. Um, The only other community uh, cleanup thing I have to talk about is YouTube. Horde Tokens rules explanation video went up this past week, and then next week, this coming week, will be the best build matches from what we just played. So you guys can see your matches in action. Or if they're not, if we didn't pick your team, at least you can see some... uh, Oh, match two is pretty funny. Match three is hilarious. Oh, yeah, at least you can see uh, see some uh, clicks video because there's not a lot of clicks match videos on YouTube to be honest. 
And yeah. at, at least not in good. I mean, these come out. Turn, mine turn out pretty decent quality. And if if you guys enjoy the podcast, like I sat and watched through some of the videos last time Hunter uploaded them, and they, they're hilarious. Like it's just like you get to see the kind of back and forth and the kind of atmosphere we play clicks in and stuff like. Heavy language warning, of course. No, really. <laughs> yeah, that goes. It gets there. pretty bad. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in this week. Um, if you guys have any questions, suggestions, anything you want read on the podcast, any promotions for events, not for products, but for events. If you want to pay me to yell at you, I can do that too. Oh, yeah. If you want to pay him to freaking... Uh, he does multiple other things. Having well. paid Drew a monthly subscription to this yelling service, I will give you. It. I will give you three hours of quality yelling content a day. Four and a half stars on Amazon. Someone, <laughs> someone said I yelled a lot, and I was kind of... Like, but yeah, that's right. If you need anything, hit us up on uh, dial h four hero clicks at gmail Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Same thing, and especially subscribe to the YouTube channel and check out those matches and all the other videos that we have. I try to put up a video each week, and so far I'm never missed a week. So we'll see how that. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see if that streak continues once we get closer to my wedding. But until next time, this is Hunter Austin. Later. Uh. Drew Pinsky. Drew Pinsky. Signing off.